All the action is right here. This is Silicaga High School football, brought to you by Toyota of Silicaga, where they're worth the drive and they'll prove it. On the Aggie Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, sponsored by Star Physical Therapy, Sleeping Giant Heating and Cooling, Talladega Outdoors, Allen Brew Market, Chick-fil-A, Coosa Valley Medical Center, Merkel's Anytime Towing, Donahue Physical Therapy, Marble City Pharmacy, Area Real Estate, Kareva, First Baptist Church of Silicaga, Our Healing Hands, Subway, Childersburg Primary Care, Movement Mortgage, Right Tire and Service, Garris Specialties and Pawn, Silicaga Parks and Recreation, Coosa Valley Auto Sales, State Farm Agent Albia Steers, Harvey's on Noble, Call Your Motors, Silicaga Pharmacy, First Bank of Alabama, Cup of Grace Cafe and Coffee Shop, Silicaga Chamber of Commerce, Van Zant Hardware, Swin the Printers, Sycamore Federal Credit Union, Amya, Coosa Valley Recycling, Alabama District 33 State Representative Ben Robbins, Heritage Freight, Central Alabama Community College, Talladega County Revenue Commissioner Cindy Pennington and Coosa Valley MRI. Now, here is sideline reporter Matt Crocker, color analyst Brent Atchley, and the voice of Silicaga High School Athletics, Jeremy Law. Welcome back to the stadium. Hope you enjoy the Star Physical Therapy kickoff show. We're about to have the coin toss here at Volunteer Stadium, Silicaga in Clay County. First region game of the year. The Aggie captains standing around the 50-yard line awaiting to be escorted toward midfield. You'll have Malik Pope, Jaquan Brownfield, and Brayson Edwards as your captains for the Aggies tonight. Three seniors that have dominated over the last few years for the good guys wearing the black pants, white tops, cardinal numbers in the classic cardinal helmets with a black and white stripe from front to back in that classic Silicaga S. On the side of the helmet, Clay County, they'll be in the gray pants with a red and blue stripe down the sides. Navy blue jerseys, white numbers outlined in red, the navy blue helmet with the Clay County C on the side and a red stripe from front to back. Matt Crocker will be bringing us our coin toss in just a few minutes. Brent, we are four minutes until kickoff on the State Farm Agent Albia Steers scoreboard. We also want to thank Matt for those hour healing hands. Sideline reports earlier in the Star Physical Therapy kickoff show. The two teams are walking towards midfield. Brent, we're about that time. It is. It's about that time where, you know, it seems like it's been a month since we kicked it off against Leeds, and the excitement is back in me again. I'm kind of jittery, but looking forward to this great game. So let's go ahead and throw it down to Matt Crocker for this coin toss, Matt. All right, guys, I'm Mike Wilson, your referee tonight. This is Daniel Trapp, your umpire, okay? We're going to play with good sportsmanship all night long, right? Okay, help each other up, stop when the whistle blows. All right, any questions on that? All right, Silicaga, you are the Bitson team. All right, you get the choice, heads or tails. What would you like to call? He calls tails, all right, he calls tails. If I drop it, we'll do it again, okay? It is tails. Okay, what would you like to do? We want the ball. You want the ball? Yes, sir. So you're going to kick, all right? Which end do you want to defend first? Uh, 
All right, turn your backs that way, you turn your backs this way. Guys, Aggies have won the toss. And they will take the football. Thanks so much, Matt Crocker, for the coin toss. Brent, let's take a 30-second break, and we'll be back for kickoff at Sylacauga in Clay County when we come back. Did you know Garris Pawn is the largest firearm retailer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garris Music has it all for the instrument enthusiast. Guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garris Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the new year. Now that's special. Drop by Garris Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garris Specialties, behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street, Sylacauga. Fox Sports Central Alabama on 98.3 FM is WFXO, Stewartville, Silicaga, Childersburg, home of the Silicaga Aggies on the Aggie Sports Network. Now, you're home for live Aggie football on the flagship station for Silicaga High School Athletics, Fox Sports Central Alabama on 98.3 FM and the Fox Sports Central Alabama app. Now, voice of Silicaga High School Athletics, Jeremy Law. Both programs have taken the field here at Volunteer Stadium. As Matt Crocker brought us a few moments ago, the Aggies called tails, won the toss, and they will take the football first, moving right to left. Brent Ashley, Silicaga, Clay County. It's about that time, a kickoff coming your way in just a few seconds as the referees meet at midfield. They disperse. Silicon and Clay County, first region game doesn't get much bigger. No, it doesn't. Uh, the excitement's in the air. You know, we have Silicon side, we're facing them. They're putting their hands together. Our guys are hitting the field. You know, they have the hype music going on right now, as you can hear in the background. The guys are pumped up. They're jumping. Clay Central's out. They're getting ready. They're huddled around their kicker. Two men, everybody on their feet. Two men back deep for the Aggies. Lauderdale stands at the five on the far side. Jeremy Odom stands at the 10 on the near side. We are in the home press box tonight from our vantage point. Silicaga will receive this kickoff, moving right to left, white tops, black pants. Football down on the tee. Kicker for the Volunteers, Adam Clark. Clark will run through the tee. Toe to leather, this one's underway. An end over end kick. Odom goes back into the end zone. And that will be a touchback. Silicaga will take over first and 10 at the 20 yard line. Yeah, very good. Clay Yates is a very good kicker. I watched him during warmups. He was putting his foot into it well. I knew he wouldn't have much of an issue getting the ball down, at least inside the 10 to the five. And that just took Lauderdale, the momentum he caught. Made a great catch, but just took him into the end zone once he crosses the goal line. It is a touchback, calls dead for safety reasons, and that's going to bring our Aggies out to get it started first and 10 from our 20. Ball planted in the middle of the hashes at the 20-yard line. Brayson Edwards, your quarterback, moves Malik Pope to his right hip. And here's the snap, handoff Malik Pope. He'll dart 
into the second level of the defense. Pick up seven, pick up eight, pick up nine to the 29, second and one. Yeah, good job there by that, that offensive line. That was Luke Thompson. He's opened up that hole for him. And all Malik did was just find that crease. Once you find the crease, you can squeeze yourself right beside that linebacker, the inside linebacker of Brady Grice, and that allowed him to pick up uh, right at 10 yards for a first down. The counter play picks up exactly 10 to the 30, first and 10. Aggies moving right to left. Two receivers left, one to the right. They'll give Malik Pope again. Gets a block from Waters. He'll squirt through the hole, pick up three or four yards to the 34-yard line, second and six Aggies. As those receivers on the left side on that play were Riley Basinger, Quinn Davies, Swain, I believe split out to the right was Bill Lauderdale. Yeah, very good job on those guys that you just mentioned, Bill Lauderdale and, and Riley Basinger. They pulled that outside linebacker and that defensive back to the sidelines, and what that allowed then was Landon Burns to be able to open up a hole and Malik to be able to get through with a gain of four. Waters, your H-back. Off the left hip of Quan Beckham, the left tackle. A high snap back to Edwards. Football on the ground. Malik Pope picks it up. Stiff arms to tackle. Here's Malik Pope. He'll pick up a first down across the 41. Malik Pope made something out of absolutely nothing. Bad snap, bad exchange. Pope picks up the football, picks up seven yards for a first down. And that's what we talk about athleticism. When you have a young man that can keep his head on and keep his cool when the ball hits the turf, be able to pick it up and make an eight-yard gain like that as Pope just did, that's what you need to help your offense get that jitter out and keep going. Donahue, Good job, Malik Pope. Donahue physical therapy first quarter is where we are in 10 minutes, 20 seconds on the clock in that first quarter. No score. Thanks for joining us tonight on the Aggie Sports Network. Two receivers right, one to the left. Malik Pope, a counter, goes left side across the 45, finds a big hole. He'll get close to a first down again right at midfield, across midfield to the other 49. What I'm really liking here, Jeremy, so far of what I'm seeing is Brant Waters. Brant is that tight end position today, and they are lining him up on the strong side. So when he comes in, so when he comes in, he is making that key block. And that time he took number 22, that was Jason Spivey, for the Volunteers out of the play and allowed Malik to get another first down for the Aggies. Four carries, three first downs, 31 yards on the ground, all from Malik Pope as it looks like Silicaga may have the game plan to ride the senior in this one. Swain in single coverage split out to the left, two receivers out to the far side. Another snap. It's a give, Malik Pope, and this play is blown dead, and it looks like we may have an illegal shift or an illegal formation on the Aggies, and we're going back five yards. Yeah, I think Swain just jumped just a little bit right here in front of the, the uh, official. I think what he done, he just – he mistimed it a little bit, just jumped out a little bit too quick, but that's all right. Uh, we'll, we can get this one back. You know, all we've got to do is just keep the composure here, make a good exchange. First and 15, now back across midfield in Silicaga territory from the Aggie 46-yard line after the illegal shift from Swain, who did it right in front of the line judge. That's how far Swain was split out to the left. We'll have three wides to the far side, Swain to the near side, Malik Pope, and an offset pistol set with Brayson Edwards. They'll give Pope again. This time he is stuffed in the backfield, nowhere to go. Loses two, back to the Aggie 44. Yeah, good job, E.J. Simmons, number 11 for, Clay, for the Clay Volunteers. He just come from his, really that right side tackle position, just got through the line, 
and uh, just kind of broke it up back there and allowed uh, Pope not to be able to get much of a gain. And it looks like we got maybe, well, yeah, we lost a couple of yards on that one, so we're second and about 17, Jeremy. Second and 17 from the Aggie 44, 0-0 on the State Farm Age and Albia Steer scoreboard. Here's Edwards. He'll clap his hands, take the snap, zone read fake. We'll throw right sideline. There's an Aggie wide open to slaughter. He'll catch at the 20. He may go 10, and he is tackled and tripped up at the three-yard line. Lauderdale behind the defense, first and goal, Silicaga. Jace Maxwell just dove and did a shoe—I mean, a shoestring tackle in order to keep Lauderdale from getting into the end zone for the Aggies. But what a great job by Lauderdale to make kind of a hook in, just a slight hesitation, and then a really a stop-and-go route, and he was gone. Behind the defense, great job by the Aggies, great play calling. Defense bid on the fake, Lauderdale wide open. Gets chased down at the four, first and goal, Silicaga. H back in the game now is Kyron Hughes. Here's the snap. Give Hughes off right side. He'll go for the pylon. Did he get in? He did. Touchdown, Silicaga. Touchdown, Aggies. No flags on the field. That was nice. Kyron Hughes, the big man. We pulled him in. And the, the right side of our offensive line right now, ladies and gentlemen, is doing one outstanding job as far as containing these volunteers to the inside and allowing our guys to get to the outside and get into that end zone. Great job, boys, great job. A four-yard touchdown run, Kyron Hughes, an 80-yard touchdown drive, extra point, Faircloth up, and it is good. Seven-nothing, good guys. 7.57 to go, first quarter. Brent, let's stay right here. Matt Crocker is down on the sideline. A great opening possession for Silicaga, Matt Crocker. I'm here to tell you guys, these boys are fired up. Exactly what we talked about in the pregame show, hit them in the mouth. Let them know you're here. Keep Rocky Top from playing tonight. Keep scoring. Keep feeding Malik the ball. Keys to the ball game. Physical. That's Matt Crocker with an R healing hand sideline report. It was Malik Pope, Malik Pope, Malik Pope, Malik Pope. Then Malik Pope tackled in the backfield. And then they find Bill Lauderdale for a 50-yard gain to the four-yard line. One play later, it is a touchdown run off right tackle for the big man Kyron Hughes. Gets on the scoreboard for the first time this year. Aggies lead at 7-0. Back deep to receive the kickoff for the Volunteers is Elisha McNeil and Terry Heflin. McNeil to the right, Heflin to the left, and will Pooch kick it to the 30. It's caught, and they'll split the Aggie return team. A flag comes out. This one might be on Clay County, could be a hold. If there is no penalty, or if this one's on Silicaga, it will be first and 10, Clay County at the Silicaga 46. Yeah, it looks like this may go against Clay County here. That's in a spot where it's a holding, and yes, our white cap does, Backs makes that up. signal. And that kind of, you know, it, it looked really close. That's where, uh, and my apologies there, number nine, excuse me, number eight, that was Chris Wenzel that got the kickoff. You know, that kind of pooch kick that we got from uh, Fairclaw. And when he came through, that's when the yellow flags came out. So, so we backed uh, Clay County. Clay County is now backed up to the 35, and that's where they'll begin their drive. Flag was thrown at the 45, and luckily so. Backs him up 10 yards from the spot. First and 10, Clay County. They trail 7-0 after an 80-yard Silicaga touchdown drive. Your quarterback for the Vols, 
is Clayton Yates taking over for Boyd Ogles. Aggies show blitz, they will blitz. It's a handoff, McNeil left side. He'll break a tackle and he'll dart up the left sideline. Follows the blocker, first down and a whole lot more across midfield near the Aggie 45 yard line. Yeah, Elijah McNeil on the carry. Very quick young man. He was able to get out to the outside, and once he did, all he had to do was beat the linebacker core to get into the secondary, and that allowed Clay Central to get their first down. The way the Aggies use Malik Pope, Clay County will use Elisha McNeil. They'll have two receivers left, two to the right. One of those is Wenzel nearest to us. The other one, Jackson Peterson. Ball on the left hash, a low snap. Yates drops back, looks deep. Now he'll step up in the pocket, and he'll take it all the way. The quarterback has six, seven, eight, and maybe gets a first down after he rolls ahead. And where they've marked this one, it might be a first down. If it's not, it's going to be second and very short. We'll wait on the signal. Second and inches. The pocket opened up. Yates stepped up and took the nine and a half yards. He'll bring a man across the formation, Simmons. Handoff McNeil, darts around the hole, football comes out. Did Clay County get back on top? It's McNeil that will recover his own fumble. Yeah, McNeil was able to get back on. He did put it on the turf, but he was able to just to roll back over and get on it. Play before that, I want to say that it was a great job. The reason why the quarterback Number 15, that's Clay Yates. The only reason he had to run the ball because he had no receiver to throw it to. Our guys back there in the back, especially Connor Twyman, he had his guy covered up, and that's where the ball was going, and it was unsuccessful. So first and 10 for Clay here. Backwards pass to McNeil. Brownfield trying to chase him down. Does get the tackle. McNeil tried to step inside. Brownfield had a hold of the jersey, and that will drop the Volunteers for a one-yard loss back to the 30 four-yard line, maybe a two-yard loss as the score 7-0 Silicaga, 6-15 to go. Donahue physical therapy first quarter. You know, Jeremy, that's just a show of pure strength whenever you can grab a jersey like somebody like Elijah and pull him down like that. So good job by our, our defensive. McLemore the back now. A hard count gets Silicaga into the neutral zone. That was, that was Ethan Holmes there. Ethan just uh, took the hard count. When the hard count hit, he was just ready to go, jumped into the neutral zone. That gives Clay Central five yards. And it will be your first heat timeout of the ballgame. 6.03 to go first quarter. Aggies lead at 7-0 on the State Farm Agent Albia Steer scoreboard. It's back. That's right, school is back in session. That means it's time for our back to school super sale at Toyota Silicaga. That's right, school is back, and so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving you cash. ToyotaofSilicaga.com. Right now, lease a new 2021 Corolla LE for the super low payment of $199 per month. And lease a new 2021 Camry LE for just $229 per month. Talk about amazing deals. We want your old vehicle. Bring it in, and we'll buy it, even if you don't buy a new vehicle from us. Toyota of Silicaga is the king of credit. 100% approved is our number one goal. Our team of experts is ready to get you approved no matter your past credit history. School is in session. So come get your deal now at Toyota of Silicaga. Remember, you're not just a number. You are part of the family. 397-65 Highway 280. ToyotaofSilicaga.com. We're worth the drive, and we will prove it. 36 month lease with approved See dealer for details. This is Silicaga basketball coach Kent Fullington, and you're listening to the Aggie Sports Network. 
the official broadcast partner of Sylacauga High School Athletics. After the heat timeout, back on the Aggie Sports Network, the official broadcast partner of Sylacauga High School Athletics. 6.03 to go, first quarter, second and six volunteers from their from the Aggie 29-yard line. E.J. Simmons in motion from right to left, off the right tackle. Play fake, it's a give, McLemore up the middle. He'll be stood up after a gain of two. The first third down of the ball game will be a third and a long four for the Volunteers at the Aggies 27. Now that's exactly what Coach Carter talked about last night, that he wants us to get them in third down situations, and then he wants us to stand up and stop. That way we get the ball back, we get our defense off the field, and we let the offense get back out there and operate. A receiver to either side, it's third and four. Could be four down territory. For Coach Danny Horn and the Volunteers as Clayton Yates will step up and signal in a new play to his offensive line. A lot of beef on that offensive line as McLemore is still the back. They'll give it to him. He'll go right behind his left guard and he will be maybe a foot short depending on where this line judge comes in. He needed around the 23. They may have marked him a foot short and it is fourth down. Good job by the guys up front. All the big guys, they just got low, held the line up, did not let uh, Clay Central blow them off the ball. So that allowed them to stuff the hole, get in there and make the stop. Tight end in the game, Bryant Hamlet. Under center, Yates takes the snap. QB sneak, this one is right at the sticks, folks. And here's Yates out of the hole, out of nowhere, takes it in. It was a stalemate, a rugby scrum, and Clayton Yates appears from out of the pile and takes it in for a 23-yard touchdown run. How does that happen? Coach Rob Carter wants forward progress called. Everybody stopped, and Yates finds his way out of the pile for a TD. Yep, totally agree that, you know, it, it, was, it was one of those things to where possibility that, you know, forward progress was stopped, everything was stopped, and then all of a sudden, you know, the quarterback comes out of the hole and goes. and But that's where, you know, the, the, the officials have to have to call the play. But now we have a flag on the field. Line judges were charging in towards the scrum at the 22-yard line. Sideline warning on the Aggies. But, man, when the, when the line judges come charging in and the back judge comes to the pile, you think the play's over. Now there was no whistle. There is no excuse. But Clayton Yates emerges from 21 other bodies in a pile and takes it for a 23-yard touchdown run. And we are an extra point away from this game being tied up. Yates is also your punter and your place kicker for the Volunteers. And they'll do some of this 2011-2012 Oregon type special teams where everybody sets up to the left. They'll check out the numbers and now they'll all get set with the football in the center. Here's the snap, it's a low snap, maybe bobbled as Yates puts it through the uprights. And we have a tie ball game with 4.33 to go first quarter. Matt Crocker down on the sideline. I know there's some Aggie coaches not happy about the call, but the score is still 7-7. Absolutely, not, not, not the way we wanted that play to go, guys. Uh, I, thought he was, I thought he was down, but what athleticism to make something out of what was crashing down around him. Was it the right call? Yet to be determined, but now, now we just have to bite back. Thanks, Matt. 
And as Matt's saying is, man, it was uh, nine times out of 10, forward progress is called right there. The pile wasn't moving. It was stopped and it was gonna be close. They would have had to bring the sticks out to measure that one. Clay County to kick it off. 7-7 your score on the State Farm Agent Albius Steers scoreboard. The Aggie Sports Network fed by our friends at Harvey's on Noble. Two locations near, I mean, excuse me, right there in downtown Sylacauga, Harvey's on Noble. I know they're having a good time there tonight. Odom and Lauderdale deep, another end over end kick. This one will be caught by Odom at the six yard line. He'll catch it right in between the hashes. He'll be met at the 20, take it outside. He'll move towards the Clay County sideline. Here he goes, Odom 45, 50 inside of Clay County territory and a late, late flag comes in and this will back Silicaga up. And when the flag came out, the hold was over. It happened but it was after the Clay County coaches begged for it, and Sylacauga will be marched back 10 yards from their own 43. It'll be first and 10, Sylacauga around its own 33-yard line. Yeah, definitely will be a holding against Sylacauga. Uh, just got a little bit of, little too much of the jersey up around the shoulder pads and uh, was holding uh, one of the Clay Central uh, volunteers back, and uh, so that'll bring them back. <clears throat> that will be from the 43. First and 10 with the offense back out on the field. A six play, 80 yard touchdown drive. And Jeremy, right here is where, you know, Silicaga really needs to sit here and go, okay, settle down. And now let's charge the ball back down the field and take the momentum back. Because this game here is gonna really play into that to where who gets that momentum and who really pushes themselves to keep the momentum. First and 10 at the 33. Two Aggie receivers move left side to right side. It's Basinger and Jeremy Odom. It's Brayson Edwards on a rollout to his right. Finds Basinger out of the backfield. Basinger makes the catch 40. Picks up a first down around the 43, 44-yard line. One play, first and 10. Yeah, great job by uh, Basinger there. Gets outside, just a little quick, quick slant out. Basinger grabs and down on the sideline he goes. And, and while he's out there, the young man standing on the sidelines, that is Jaron Dillard. <coughs> Excuse me. He gets taken out by Basinger on the sidelines, and he's like, man, I'm not even playing and I'm on the ground. But, hey, be a part of the game. Be alert. You never know. First and 10 at the 44. Aggie offense has looked good on its first possession and one play in the second possession. One receiver right, three to the left. It's an offside handoff. Malik Pope picks up a yard or two, tackled in front of the Aggies' sideline. It'll be second and eight as the Aggies are at their own 46-yard line. All the action went left. It was a kind of a trick play, Brent, with Malik Pope taking the handoff, going off motion, and he picks up two and a half, maybe three. Yeah, it was just that, you know, that opposite motion. Everything rolled to the left, and once it rolled to the left, Malik went back right. But that was one of the young men that we have in the game tonight. It's number 62, Chris West. Chris is the one that's taking the Hudson Hodges spot, but he on that play there just got beat a little bit, and they got around Malik a little early. Edwards second and eight at the 46. Play action, throw over the middle, and I'm not sure if he was looking for base Singer or Cottingham. It was high on Basinger, short of Jakari. And it'll be third and eight. Off the zone read fake. Edwards had both of them open. Tough to see who he was shooting for. Jakari Cottingham running back, safety, 
wide receiver, can do it all as just a sophomore. He was further down the field for Basinger. I think Basinger looked up, it was high, let it go, but it fell short of Cottingham. Around the Clay County 40-yard line on a third and eight from our own 45. Here's the snap, Edwards on a play fake again. He'll roll out to his right, nowhere to go. He throws right side and it's intercepted. Clay County will return it for five yards. The tackle made first in 10 volunteers at the Silicaga 47. Yeah, that's one of those plays there where, you know, Brayson, Brayson did a really good job. He looked up, read his defense, but in that particular play, you can't really see where that safety was sitting, and he was only about two yards away. And as soon as Brayson made that commitment of throwing the football, he just steps right in front of the receiver, gets the interception, and now we're looking, as you said, Clay County football on Silicaga's 48. Third and seven interception. Now Clay County, first and 10 at the Aggie 48. Clay Yates back out there, quarterback after the 23-yard touchdown scamper. 7-7, seven seven, your score, 319 to go, first quarter. A low snap give to McNeil. The Aggies blow it up uh-uh, as he's tackled for a three-yard loss back at the 50-yard line. And that is always something when you see big number five, Kyron Hughes, he come off the defensive end position and just made havoc in the backfield. What a great job in the big number 70 for Clay Central. That's going to be... B, let me get, well, we don't have a 70 on here, maybe 72, Jalen Hurd just hitting himself in the helmet because he couldn't get it done. Five wide and a hard count gets the Aggies to move again. And I understand we moved into the neutral zone, but Clay County didn't move any. Well, still, it, it's if we if you get into the neutral zone, that's it. There's high school football, they're going to call it, no matter if the offense moves or not. But that's where big Ethan Holmes, number 73, Ethan's just – you know, we got to talk to him, got to get him settled down, get him, hey, watch the football. Don't worry about what the quarterback's doing or what sounds you hear. Watch the football. So the big tackle for Hughes in the backfield negated. Now a second and seven for Clay County at the Aggie 46. Man in motion, McNeil across the four and eight formation. Quarterback keeper Clayton Yates, big hole, whole lot more. He'll go down the left sideline, 15-10, and he will be run out of bounds by Jeremy Odom. Probably first and goal. Did they, did they give him inside the 10? Yes, they did. The play action fake. And is there a flag down? There is one way back at the 40-yard line. This one might be coming back. Yeah, Coach Carter is sitting there going, I think we're going to move it back. I think we're going to move it. But on that play there, I have to honestly say, I give Yates all the credit in the world. Great eyes. That play was designed to read that end. Once he read the defensive end and what that defensive end committed to, the defensive end committed to the uh, running back, and once he did that, he just faked it, kept him there, and then right into the middle of the field. Yates went for the gain, but then there was a face mask out on the outside, flags down, and we'll back Clay Central up. And it's a personal foul face mask. That one is called. I believe they got that on number three, the receiver Jackson Peterson, a 5'9", 120-pound senior. A face mask 50 yards away from the play. Volunteer coach and staff can't be happy about that one. That will move this football back from right around the Aggie 44 to the Clay County 44-yard line. Flag was thrown at the 41. This is going to be essentially a loss of about 55 yards. You know, well, with that, Jeremy, what you said, I totally agree with you. From where that play was made or where the official uh, made the call, you know, it was a long way away from the play, but with that, 
with that, the play was moving this way when the face mask took place. So it handed the play, had to call it. Timeout on the field. Brent, let's stay right here. 2.21 to go first quarter. And let's go down to Matt Crocker in a 7-7 ball game. Matt. That's right, guys. One of the things that we're noticing, some of the mistakes that we're making, could that be a result of not having a week one game? Going directly from week zero, had a lot of bad weather last week, not necessarily the practices that we wanted to get on the turf, a lot of practices in the gym. Could that be a result of that? Something we'll have to overcome. It'll be second and 17, ball back at the Clay County 45. So we've been jumping sides of the 50 this entire drive. Seven to seven, your score, Aggies got the ball first, took it 80 yards for a touchdown. Clay County got the ball after that kickoff and drove it down the field for a touchdown as well. That's why we sit at seven to seven. Second and 17, Clay County will come out of the huddle after the Silicaga timeout. That is a Carava Outdoors timeout here on the Aggie Sports Network. Carava Outdoors right there in Childersburg. Everything you need for the outdoors. 2.21 to go first quarter. Yates, the quarterback, ball left hash. Clay County, 45-yard line. Volunteers with it, moving left to right. And that Clay County... Navy blue and red. Two receivers split to either side. Yates will now clap his hands. He'll crouch, he'll take the snap. Looks right, flushed from the pocket. He'll step up, breaks the tackle. Here's Yates, foot in the dirt at the 50 and goes down three yards shy of the original line of scrimmage, third and 13. Jeremy, before that snap was made, I was sitting here looking up going, okay, number 60's in the ball game, Dalton Miley. But then him and Bryant Waters, both of them were able to get good penetration on the line and get through there and make some stuff happen. And almost Waters had him down in the backfield, but he just got away. But then our linebacker core quickly to him, down third and long. Would be a big stop for this Aggie defense after the interception. Another low snap. Yates picks it up off the ground. He's flushed from the pocket, board in there, trying to make a tackle. Yates jumps in the air, throws it at the feet of McNeil. Receiver was in the area. Anton Borden coming off of that left outside linebacker position to cause the quarterback to have to throw it away. Yep, very good job by the defense. This, this is exactly what Coach Carter talked about in his show, as I said earlier. It's the fact that he wanted to get them in third down in kind of long situations and make sure that we get them off the field to where our offense can get back on the field, give our defense a rest, and go. Clayton Yates standing at his 35 to punt, a guy that does it all. Aggies will rush the punt as Yates off his right foot. Odom calls, fair catch slips, and then gets on top of the football at his own 16-yard line. A minute 29 to go, first quarter, 7-7 is your score. No time for a timeout, Brent. We won't be able to take a break here. The next break will probably be after the end of this Donahue Physical Therapy First quarter, how about Donahue Physical Therapy, the new facility they oh, opened man. up right there that on is uh, nice. Fort Williams. Proud for Ben and his team. Yeah, it's always good to see one of our local businesses and one of our sponsors growing as Donahue and them are, you know, and if you have any ailments or anything, you know, weekend warrior tearing something up, go see him. Go see the guys down there. They'll get weekend, you all fixed up. Weekend warrior. That's, That's it. That's me. He, he's got to get all the grass <laughs> cut and everything before Alabama plays tomorrow as a flag comes down and – is this one on Swain or is it on Clay County? Five-yard penalty would put Silicaga at its Let's own 11-yard line. 
This will be a legal shift on the Aggie offense. Five yards back to the 11, first and 15. Wish I could explain that one a little bit for you guys, but you know I, I didn't see what happened. Somebody had to be lined up either a little bit off or just move just a little bit. Grayson Edwards takes the snap, gives Pope. No, he keeps it and throws it off right side, and it's incomplete off the hands of Cottingham. The play fake fooled everybody. The entire Clay County defense went to the right, to their right, and the play was out to the Silicaga right side of the field. Grayson Edwards not able to hit Cottingham who was moving out of the backfield. If Cottingham would have been able to catch the ball, the only player he had between him and the goal line would have been number 26, Jason Maxwell. <coughs> but Jace, Jace was able to be there, but Cottingham would have run by him very easily, but the ball just about a yard too far out, and Cottingham just could not get it in. Second and 15 now. Clock stopped at a minute 24, eight on the play clock. Aggies moving right to left, play fake, throw. Cottingham makes the grab, 25-yard line, picks up the first down near the 30. He'll get the 30. A good pitch and catch, Edwards to Cottingham, and Jakari picks up 17 and an Aggie first down. Yeah, great job by the middle line there to give Brayson some good protection, led by Logan Corbett there and also the big guys, number 54. That is Zeke uh, McElrath. All those guys with a great job of keeping the protection to Brayson. Aggies get out of the shadow of their own end zone. Basinger and Swain left. Edwards off the hard count, claps his hands again. It was a fake to Malik. Edwards takes it himself off left side. They are crashing the holes. They're trying to find Malik. The Aggies are trying to soften up the interior of that Clay County defense. A pickup of five or six for Brayson Edwards to the 37 yard line. Yeah, Jeremy, you're absolutely right. That is exactly what Clay Central is doing. They're keen on Malik Pope. So at that point, we're just right now on this drive, we're using Malik as kind of a decoy and letting Brayson read the defense and figure out what to do with the ball on that run pass option. 25 seconds to go first quarter. A high snap back to Edwards. They'll give it to Pope. And Pope jumps and skips through the hole to the 40. Picks up two and a half, and it sets up third and one. And that may have been the final play of the first quarter. Game clock's at eight seconds, seven seconds, and Silicaga will let the first quarter in. Brought to you by Donahue Physical Therapy. After one, seven to seven, your score. This is the Aggie Sports Network from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Dr. Jared Spear from Childersburg Primary Care in studio. Dr. Spear, when, when I go to the gym and I do sit-ups, I feel like I'm just, you know, just hurting after, after doing so many of those. But at Childersburg Primary Care, you have a device called MSculpt that essentially does the work for you. Absolutely. What's you, this about? It uh, you lay on the on the bed on the exam table, and we put the paddles on you, and it uses electromagnetic technology to cause your uh, ab muscles to contract, and it does the crunches for you. Twenty thousand crunches in thirty minutes, non-invasive, not painful. You're not going to be sore tomorrow. Come and talk to me about it. I'll explain all the details, but you will not wake up tired or sore. I cannot imagine doing 20,000 crunches or sit-ups at the gym yes. or even at my yes. house, let alone a machine doing it. That's incredible. But I'm sure it works and the results look like they do online. Childersburgclinic.com. Check it out. It's the MSculpt treatments at Childersburg Primary Care. Looking for a church home? We invite you to visit First Baptist Church of Sulacaga. First Baptist provides sound doctrine and worship with many opportunities for spiritual growth and meeting new friends. 
Currently, Sunday morning worship is in person beginning at 11. First Baptist is located at the intersection of Fort Williams and Broadway Avenue, right across from the post office. But you may also view our Sunday services live streamed at theupliftingword.com. Great. Third and one, start of the second quarter. They'll flip sides of the field, Aggies at their own 45. Handoff up the middle, Hughes gets nowhere. Hit in the backfield, loses one. Never had a chance on that one. Four Clay County defenders in the backfield. Now fourth and a long two, maybe three. Yeah, really good job by the coaching staff at Clay Central there. They just stacked the box. And when they stacked the box, they just brought everybody in, knowing that Kyron Hughes was going to get it and come right up the middle. Kyron Hughes didn't have a shot there. May have been more than four Clay County defenders in the backfield. Camden Faircloth will punt from about the same spot. Yates did last possession for the Volunteers. Back to receive is Chris Wenzel. He fielded the last kickoff for the Aggies and took it quite a ways. A good punt off the left foot of Camden Faircloth. It's a turning kick, and Wenzel lets it hop, and the Aggies will watch it die at the Clay County 25-yard line. Faircloth does his job, flips the field. We have a 7-7 ball game with 11.02 left before halftime. Yeah, a very good, very good first quarter. Both Aggies and Clay Central. Both of these teams are very, they're they're hyped, they're ready to go. They're both playing with extreme passion. And right now, as you see, what I'm liking so far, and I know it's nowhere near as humid as it was, but our team is not showing any type of fatigue so far. Everybody's still walking around. Everybody's still pumped up. Nobody really has their hands on their hips like we were in week one or week zero. But right now, they're looking really good. So it's really promising so far for the Aggies. Yates leads his offense back out on this beautiful green turf here in Clay County. Handoff McNeil, and we are there to blow this play up. Number 31 on the tackle, Jakari Borden, hits McNeil at the line of scrimmage, and he gets no further. Yeah, that's one of those hits as a lineman you love it because all you do is when you wrap him, you push your, heart, you push your legs as hard as you can. You pick him up and you put him on the ground. Great job by Borden. Maxwell split out left, second and eight. Great tackle by Borden off the defensive line. Yates looks right, throws right. Pitch and catch to, I think it was Peterson out there. Picks up about six yards. It will be third and short, Clay County. We've had some pivotal third downs so far in this one. Both teams punting one time, both teams getting into the end zone once. As the game clock winds at 10-15, third and three now as they back the yard marker up just a tad. As Yates in the shotgun. H-back off the hip of the right tackle. One receiver left, one to the right. It's Yates. This time he's hitting the backfield, and he is stuffed, and the Aggie defense makes a stand of their own. Who's there? It's Jaquan Brownfield making the tackle alongside Antoine Borden. Yeah, that time the Clay Central volunteers were they called a play. It was a quarterback, it was a quarterback keeper the whole way, but they were gonna follow big number 55. That's that Isaiah Denny, who's 6'7. 266, but our defense made a great stand. Dalton Miley and the boys stood him up, and once they stood him up, Yates had nowhere to go. The Aggies swarmed him, putting them at fourth and three, putting them in a punt situation. We talked about this Aggie defense, how it may not have gotten the attention it deserved after the performance that it had versus Leeds, and now an officials timeout. There was a late sub that came on the field for Clay County. Maybe they will make it where Silicaga can sub. No, Kyron Hughes will leave the field without his 
helmet on, maybe got dinged up on that last play. On defense, it will be Odom at the 35 is where his heels will be to catch this punt. Clayton Yates will catch the snap inside of his own 20-yard line. Here's Yates under a little bit of pressure again. Gets a great leg into this one. It turns over as Odom steps up. Aggies need to get away from this football, and they will. It'll take a Clay County roll to the 36-yard line, and the Aggies have pretty serviceable starting field position again. Let's go down to Matt Crocker for an hour healing hand sideline report. Matt? Yeah, one of the things I wanted to point out, guys, the leading charge on that last blow-up that we had was Kyron Hughes. Like we said before, give me the size, but we talked about low center of gravity. There's no better specimen than Kyron Hughes for having a low center of gravity. Having a tough time with that boy on the defensive line tonight. Silicaga's tried to take one shot on offense and they've connected. Snap, Edwards. A little RPO action, throw out right side. Riley Basinger makes the man miss. He'll pick up a first down across the 45 to the 47. First and 10, good guys nearing midfield. Zone read fake to the left. Edwards sprint out right. When the defender comes in, he completes the pass to Riley Basinger for the first down. What I'm liking about watching Swain also, Swain's a young, young man, just started football really this year. But the kind of blocks he's making to allow Riley and them to break free, very good job there. Good hands from Riley. It was a hot pass. Snap, give. Malik Pope dances around the hole. He'll pick up three, four, maybe five yards across midfield into enemy territory to the 46-yard line. Malik Pope maybe hit at the line of scrimmage, but he has the lower body strength to break a few arm tackles, and he gets inside of the Clay County 47, nose of the football at the 46. Yeah, Z McElrath, also Chris West, all those guys are doing a great job on the inside, along with big number 58, Landon Burns. You know, they're holding down this offensive line right now, doing a great job of moving Clay Central. Clay Central's playing a three-man front, so they're running a four-linebacker core, which is two outside linebackers and two middles, and they're doing a great job so far, giving Brayson time to do what he needs to do. This time, Brayson with the keeper lowers his shoulder, picks up. Three, maybe four, third and one. Yeah, that kind of scares me there. Brayson loves to run the football. He loves to be very physical. But when you see your quarterback lower his head like that and take on a linebacker, you kind of, excuse me, a defensive back and number 22, Jason Spivey, you kind of take a deep breath because you're going, okay, come on. But, hey, here it is. It's third and one, and great job by Brayson Edwards to get it there and put our Aggies in a good spot. Third and one. Last time, didn't go the Aggies' way. It was the first play of the second quarter. Seven to seven, seven fifteen on the game clock before halftime. Some big backs in the backfield give. This time, Kyron Hughes fights through a tackler, gets back to the line of scrimmage, loses half a yard. And this is probably four down territories. Malik Pope wants to go for this. Yeah, Malik is definitely going, come on, coach. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Kyron Hughes the same way. He's, come on, coach, let's go. They're making that decision right now, but I totally agree that this is four down territory. We're on our own 43, and we've only got two yards to go for a first down, fourth and two, so. And they're leaving the offense in. Here comes Pope, here comes Brayson. It was third and a long one. Now fourth and the same. Edwards shotgun, Clay County. After a high snap, give left side, Malik Pope, he won't get there. Loses three, and Clay County takes over at the 45. 
Yeah, right now, Clay County takes over at the 45. <clears throat> That's where just on the outside of the line, the guys just did, couldn't hold the block. It's okay. It's, it's on that young side. They got the penetration through and was able to get uh, Malik down, and that's going to put Clay Central with first and 10 from their own 44-yard line. And right now at 623, we're going to call a heat timeout. Heat so time. here. You're right, Brent. A Crave Outdoors heat timeout. We'll take one with them. 623 to go. We're tied. 623 to go first half. We're tied at 7. Looking for a church home? We invite you to visit First Baptist Church of Sylacauga. First Baptist provides sound doctrine and worship with many opportunities for spiritual growth and meeting new friends. Currently, Sunday morning worship is in person beginning at 11. First Baptist is located at the intersection of Fort Williams and Broadway Avenue, right across from the post office. But you may also view our Sunday services live streamed at theupliftingword.com. Of Grace Cafe. Looking for a savory lunch? Their chicken salad is made fresh daily with grapes and pecans or dried cranberries. They also have other sandwiches, soups, and assortment of fresh pastries. Order online for pickup or curbside. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Sylacauga and Childersburg. You can also rent either location for parties and events. Taste it and love it. This is Superintendent Dr. Michelle Eller, and this is the Aggie Sports Network, the official broadcast partner of Sylacauga Athletics. Aggies turned it over on downs, first and 10 falls at their own 44. Yates in the gun again. He'll fake a throw right, now he'll move behind the left guard that pulls from his position and he'll get across 48 to the 49 nearing midfield. Yates picks up six yards, second and four. Aggies have had a third and short two times, converted on neither, and then just turned it over on fourth down. A lot of push from that Clay County defensive line and two big stands from that volunteer defense. 7-7, seven seven, your score on the State Farm Agent Albia Steer scoreboard. 5.50 left in the first half. Quarterback Yates looks over at his sideline. He'll signal that play down to his offensive line. He'll have one receiver to the right, two to the near side, ball right hash. He'll crouch, take the snap, quick throw, out right. It's Jace Maxwell. Makes the catch, dances around, short of the first down, gets across midfield. He needed the 46. He is at the 48. Yeah, really good job by the Aggies on that time. They, they <clears throat> Clay, Clay just does a quick out, and when that quick out, what you're doing is, is the defense has to cross over themselves in order to get that. But Silicaga give them tops on that to where they also, Brownfield, just set his ground instead of crossing over, just attacked the football and was able to stop them with a third and two. Aggies stack the line, all 22 in between the tackles. Give McNeil. He is pushed backwards. He did not get this first down. According to our line judge, there he is again. The man with eight on his back, Jaquan Brownfield, makes the stick and the tackle. Really good job by the Aggie defense. Once they seen the Clay Central Volunteers put everybody in the box, they definitely was not going to be a pass play. Sylacauga pushed all 11 of their men up in the box, and it was 22 guys less than three yards apart from one another, and it was just an all-out fight. And here it is, fourth and two. Fourth and a full one. 
Jakari Borden comes out. He's replaced with Ethan Holmes in the middle. And Clay County looks like it will call a timeout. At least the referee signals over. And this will be a volunteer Crave Outdoors timeout. We'll take one with him. 7-7, seven to seven, 446 to go before halftime. A big fourth and one when we come back. Cup of Grace Cafe. The August Cup of the Month is Morning Rush. It's chocolate chip cookie dough espresso with chocolate chip cookie dough bites. But if that isn't your cup, they have 25 other flavors and a variety of sugar-free flavors as well. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Sylacauga and Childersburg. Order online for pickup or curbside. Just search for Cup of Grace Cafe. Taste it and love it. Coosa Valley MRI is open and ready to serve you when it comes to scheduling your MRI exam. Hi. I'm Robin Angelo, Director of Coosa Valley MRI. We have implemented COVID infection control measures to keep you as safe as possible. We make the scheduling process easy no matter where your healthcare provider is located. Simply have your physician call or fax in your MRI order and we will handle the rest. Coosa Valley MRI, where patients come first. Learn more at coosavalleymri.com. This is Silicaga baseball coach Jeff Bell. You're listening to the Aggie Sports Network, the official broadcast partner of Silicaga High School Athletics. Fourth and one. A lot of beef. They'll go under center wing T. Yates crouches below center. Quarterback sneak. It's going to be close, and he will get off behind the right guard and dive forward. Yates picks up two for the first down. Yeah, really good job there. Just uh, all he did, Yates just kept pushing himself, pushing himself until he was able to get up and over his right guard. Once he got over his right guard, was able to score itself out around two yards, and there it was, first down for the Clay Volunteers. Here's Yates, bootleg, throws right. It'll be caught by Simmons, but this one is going to be coming back. A flag comes out from the head referee. Throw was there, catch was there, but the flag comes in on the left side as the play went right. Yeah, it's going to be a holding on Quan Beckham for uh, holding on him. Now, he didn't commit the hold. He was being held. As he came through the line, he had a dead – He really, he was dead on uh, getting to Yates, but with the hold, it got him away from it. And the, the actual the, uh, referee seen it, threw the flag, backing the uh, volunteers up to start it now. First and about 20. Hey, big, big play for this haggy defense. You just give up the fourth and one conversion. And it is a spot foul. It was about – I don't know. I mean, it was four yards in the backfield. It's mm -hmm. second and very long. Ball is at the Clay County 43. They need around the other 35 for first down. First and 22 officially now as Yates looks over to his sideline. The back of Elisha McNeil on his left hip. Two receivers right, one to the left. Here's the snap. Play fake, pump fake. Now nowhere to go with it. Yates scrambling out to his right, throws back across his body. Simmons was there, and it's an incomplete pass, a dangerous throw, a couple Aggies in the vicinity as well, who was chasing the Clay County quarterback and looked like Anton Borden from the linebacker slot. Yeah, Anton Borden just from the, line, the outside linebacker position or the Steve position, as I spoke earlier in the uh, 
the broadcast, that is that strong side linebacker. He was able to get in, and when he did, it looked as if really Clay Central's had a busted play. It looked like Yates was wanting to hand it off and instead had to pull it back and try to make something out of nothing. McNeil running right, picks up five or six. That was second and very long, and he gets to the Clay County 49-yard line nearing midfield. Now about third and 17 for the Vols with 3.32 to go in the first half. 7-7 your score on the State Farm Aids and Albia Steer scoreboard. This Aggie defense is a play away from getting back off the football field, and the offense could take over with two timeouts and about two and a half minutes remaining before halftime. Is Yates with the football on the right hash. Empty backfield. Aggies showing blitz. They'll bring five. Yates standing in the pocket, looking downfield. He's tripped up. He'll go down. He is sacked. Who was there? Dalton Miley there to bring him down. Bryant Waters and Dalton Miley. Both of those young men, very great athletes, and got into the backfield and got Yates by the cleats, brought him down fourth and long, and that's going to put Clay Central in a kicking situation to where we are going to have an opportunity to get the ball down the field with about two minutes. And once this is all said and done, possibly somewhere around two minutes and 20 seconds left. You got to give a shout-out to our guy, Christian Twyman, watching. The broadcast with us. Jeremy Odom back deep to return. Yates boots it away from the 36. It is a wobbly end over end kick that will roll all the way to Lineville to the Aggie 10. The Aggies will have 90 yards and two timeouts to work with with 2.20 on the clock. Brent, let's take a 30 second break. This is the Aggie Sports Network from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Swin the Printers serves all your printing needs. As a full service printer, Swin can do everything you need to complete your project. If you can dream it, Swin can print it. Swin is dedicated to providing high quality printing and excellent customer service to businesses and individuals alike throughout the Coosa Valley and beyond. Call Gary, Janice or Clay today at 256-245-3236 or visit Swin online at swinprint.com. First and 10 at the Aggie 10. They'll hand off left side, Malik Pope. He'll cut back left. Here's Malik Pope, 20. Runs over a man, still going. 35, here's Malik Pope. Chunks off a big play, gain of 30. And the Aggies are just 60 yards away from the end zone with 210 on the clock still. When our offensive line decides to really come off the football as they need to, they dominate the line. At that point in time, you could not ask for anything more out of that right side, excuse me, the left side of our offensive line on that play, led by number 54, Zeke McElrath. When did the Aggies try a shot to Quindavia Swain? They haven't had to so far in this one as Hughes is your running back now. The snap back to Edwards, rolling out to his right, throws, and it's almost intercepted, and you're going to get an offensive pass interference call on Tavares Lauderdale. He was holding his cornerback that's guarding him with the football in the air, and that's just a bad penalty. It's going to be holding on Lauderdale, and it backs up Silicaga 10 yards from the spot of the foul. Yeah, that's where Lauderdale will have to learn. He'll have to understand that whenever he has a throwing play coming to him or coming to his side, he cannot grab a hold to his receiver at all, or excuse me, his defensive back at all. That's going to be called every time, especially if it's right in front of the line, Judge. 
If you want to watch this somewhere other than your phone, download the Radio Alabama app on your Roku TV or your Amazon Fire TV. Just download the app and click on the um, Silicaga Aggie Sports Network channel, and you'll see the live feed right there. Also, Ty Franklin on camera with us tonight. I want to thank her for being with the Aggie Sports Network. Now a first and 20. Play fake. Edwards stands in the pocket, flush from the pocket, rolls out left, and he just has to throw it away. Really good job by Brayson Edwards there, just kind of reading the defense, seeing what he's had, seeing what's going on, and then he knew that he couldn't get it to anybody, so he just threw it out of bounds. And they're going to get Brayson Edwards with a potentially grounding call. There is no throwing There's the ball away in high school football, even if you're outside of the pocket. And they but there was a receiver within three yards of it when it went over, when it went out of bounds. I'm just telling you the flag was thrown, and they're going to pick it up. They're going to pick it up. Swain was over there. I agree That's with right. you, Brent. It's now second and 20. The Aggies have it first and 10 at their own 40. And a minute and 39 to go here, second quarter. It's a give. Kyron Hughes, the big man, picks up one or two. And Silicaga may be content with this clock rolling away now. Running it on a second and 20, now third and 18. 35 on the play clock, minute 30 on the game clock before halftime. We'll also have that interview with Silicaga head football coach Rob Carter. Matt Crocker will bring you that, brought to you by our healing hands. Game clock at a minute and 10. The way this game started out, Brent, two possessions, two touchdowns, seven to seven on the scoreboard, and it's been a defensive slugfest ever since. You're absolutely right. This is where these guys are really fighting in the trenches. Silicaga to Edwards, takes the snap. Throw out right side, Riley Basinger, and he will be dropped for a loss back at the 28. Clock stops, timeout, Clay County, and now Silicaga will have to kick it away with the game clock stopped at 45.3 left before halftime. That play lost about three or four back to the 27. Camden Faircloth will have to come on and kick it after this Carave outdoors timeout. Silicaga's had a, a punt blocked already on the season, and you got to figure Clay County's coming after this one with a limited amount of time on the clock in the first half. Oh, you're definitely right. They're coming back. They're coming after this one. They're going to, as we talk about, they're going to pin their ears back and they're going to bring everybody. But here's the thing. We talked to Coach Carter about this and in his coach's show, and he made a strong statement and said that Camden worked very hard these last two weeks as far as his punting game because Camden knows the importance of changing the field position in a game like this. So at this point in time, we're going to see if all the hard work that Camden Faircloth put in pays off for him and he can change this field position with only 45 seconds left. Wenzel had his own 40 to return this kick. High snap back to Faircloth. Snags it out of the air, and he gets a good leg into this one. Wenzel retreats to his 35. Odom there, misses on the tackle. Wenzel comes left side at the 45, and we will drop him right there. 31 seconds for Clay County to work with. They have just one timeout left. First down at their own 45-yard line. 31.6 to go, plenty of time to at least try to get in field goal range for Clay Yates, who's also the quarterback and the kicker on this team, has a pretty good leg. 
Yeah, he really does. Has a really good leg. But then here, you know, we had number 33. That's Rance Manchin. He he came in on that play there. He was on the special teams. He got down the field and was able to make that good stop and keep Wenzel on Clay's side of the, uh, of the field with only 31 seconds left. Late in the second quarter has been a killer for the Aggies against the Volunteers the last two times these teams have played. See if we can keep that from happening here. First and 10, Clay County at their own 45-yard line, moving right to left, and now Silicaga will look at that Clay County formation and call a timeout of its own. 7-7 is your score, 31 seconds before half. Let's take a break. This is the Aggie Sports Network from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. It's back. That's right, school is back in session. That means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Toyota Silicaga. That's right, school is back, and so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving you cash. ToyotaofSilicaga.com. Right now, lease a new 2021 Corolla LE for the super low payment of $199 per month. And lease a new 2021 Camry LE for just $229 per month. Talk about amazing deals. We want your old vehicle. Bring it in, and we'll buy it, even if you don't buy a new vehicle from us. Toyota of Silicaga is the king of credit. 100% approved is our number one goal. Our team of experts is ready to get you approved no matter your past credit history. School is in session. So come get your deal now at Toyota of Silicaga. Remember, you're not just a number. You are part of the family. 397-65 Highway 280. Toyota We're worth the drive, and we will prove it. 36 months later, approved credit. See dealer for details. Five wide after the timeout. No running back in the backfield with Yates who claps his hands and takes the snap, drops way back, and a flag will stop this play. Looks like maybe on McNeil who was split out wide left. Are they pointing at Jaquan Brownfield? We'll see who this flag is on. If it was on the Aggies, you feel like the play would have No, if continued. it was on the Aggies, the play would have continued. This is going to be against number 26, Jace Maxwell. Jace jumped, and when he jumped, he was just a little bit too far before the ball snapped. Man, if he jumped, Mark. I didn't see it, and he's right in front of us, and that's what I'm telling you. No, they're They called this off on Silicaga. The I'm telling you, he was either pointing at Jaquan Brownfield or Jeremy Odom, and uh, this line judge over here has – He's under a lot of pressure on the Clay County sideline. A free five, first and five at midfield. Yates will bring E.J. Simmons from right to left across the formation and take the snap. Looks right, then looks left. Throw out left, Chase Maxwell. It'll be a tunnel screen. Here's Maxwell, 40, 35, and he'll drag an Aggie defender down to the 32. Clock will stop with the first down. Clay County has a couple options. Timeout, spike, or run a play. 20.4 to go. And the Clay County first down at the 31. Here's Yates. He'll duck down. He'll spike it to stop the clock with 15.9 to go. Five seconds did run off in between when the ball was spotted at the 31 and when Yates got the snap off. You know, right here, this is where, you know, Clay Central, they're going to take every advantage of this 15 seconds they can. They're going to try to get some quick outs, so we've got to make sure we cover the sidelines well. That way we keep them inbounds. Yates, empty backfield again. Three right, two to the left are his receivers. He'll take the snap, retreat back to the 40. Look over the middle, he'll fire. He has McNeil running back of the end zone, overshoots everybody. McNeil tried to get the toes in, but did not make the grab. And 9.5 to go, third and 10. 
as McNeil did get behind the Aggie secondary, but Clayton Yates let it fly a little too hard, and the ball sails out of the back of the end zone. And one good thing, we had Kyron Hughes in the backfield, Dalton Miley in the backfield, and also Jakari Borden in the backfield on that play, make, getting a lot of pressure on Yates, but then Yates just throws it a little bit too deep leading his receiver out of the back of the end zone. Nine and a half seconds to go. Seven to seven is your score right before halftime here in Clay County. Yates, snap again, retreats back to the 41. He'll launch one down the right side again. Football is up in the air, overshoots everyone again, and it'll be fourth and 10 with 3.8 seconds to go, probably out of field goal range where they stand here. Maybe another shot to be taken to the end zone. Well, no, they'll bring out the holder. And with the football at the 31, Yates will try a 48-yard field goal with 3.8 seconds left on the clock before halftime. This is pretty <laughs> – yeah, I'm sorry. This is pretty amazing. Yates is your quarterback, very good quarterback. He's also a receiver, but then – They'll send Jeremy Odom back to the goal line to return this one maybe if it's short. Yates will kick this one straight on. He will line drive oh. it, has the leg. Yates hits a 48-yarder. Clock at zero. This will be a roughing the kicker flag that is down, but looks like Clay County will take the penalty. Clayton Yates, every bit of that one. And the Volunteers will take a 10-7 lead going into halftime. This is the Star Physical Therapy Halftime Show on the Aggie Sports Network. Star Physical Therapy, where you don't have to be a star to be treated like one. Star Physical Therapy Halftime Show at the break. Clay County 10, or Central High School of Clay County 10, Aggie 7. First two possessions of this game, an Aggie touchdown, a volunteer touchdown, guys. And then since then, it's been the one long field goal for Clay County just before halftime as the time expired in the first half. A 47-yarder officially for Clay Yates, who's been doing it all for the volunteers. It's Jeremy Law, Matt Crocker, Brent Ashley with you. This is the Star Physical Therapy Halftime show star physical therapy where you don't have to be a star to be treated like one. Matt Crocker, you weren't able to talk to Coach um, while he was going in the locker room. He was in a good discussion, um, so to speak, with the head referee. We're going to try to get him as they come out of the locker room. You've been down on the sideline in this game. You've seen the guys fight. What are your first half takeaways? First thing that I'm going to take away from this, our guys are not giving up. They are playing with, with their hearts. Uh, we talked about, you know, the fatigue. I think there's been, even though it's been kind of a defensive shootout, the majority of the first half, it's pretty balanced as much time as the offense and defense is spending on, on the field. Uh, being able to get our defense off the field, get a breather, has been a big plus for us this first half. But uh, I think the Aggies, after, after halftime break, they'll be ready to go in the second half. 
10-7 again, your score. This is the Star Physical Therapy Halftime Show. Hope you enjoyed the Silicaga Marching Aggie Band during halftime. I always love to show off their talents and skills, especially when you're on the road and they're gonna, they face us like they just did. Great performance by the Silicaga Marching Aggie Band. Halftime adjustments, Brent actually 10-7 ball game. These two teams scratching and clawing for anything they can get in the first half. What are your halftime adjustments? Well, for the Aggies, the only halftime adjustment I think they need to do is they need to spread out and pass a little bit more. Uh, and that way you can open it back up for Malik because what's what I've seen so far is that Clay's defense is kind of closing themselves in a little bit more each time. And that's what's caused this defensive struggle now in this first half. You know, we need to spread back out. We need to make a few quick outs. We need to make a few slants across the middle and just get their linebacker core back away from the football. And that will allow the offensive line to open up some stuff for Malik to really step in and go. Clay Central-wise, I don't really think they've got a lot of adjustments to make. They just need to stop. Really, for Clay, they need to make more of an adjustment on the line, the offensive line, and get something going for their running game because they haven't really been able to establish a lot there, and it's taking these big plays to really get them down the field. Well, they're missing their starting right tackle in Austin Harris, who is 6'1", 279. So they insert in this game Pete Johnson, just 5'11", 270 as a junior. You don't lose a lot of size there, but you do lose a lot of experience with Austin Harris being out of this game. Brent, 10-7 ball game. This is about as close as this game has been at the half since we've been calling Silicaga Clay County games for the last five years. How does Silicaga get over the hump in the second half and get a win here tonight? Well, the first thing we've got to do is we've got to come out and the defense has got to make a big stand. We actually are giving Clay Central the ball, and with the penalty right before half, it's going to give them the ball in very good field position. So our defense has just got to make a big stand. Once they make the stand, then the offense has got to come out and really take control and get the momentum swinging in our way and then capitalize on any mistake that Clay makes right. and then us try not to make the mistake that allow Clay to capitalize. And, and Matt, that's what Brent's talking about right there. Silicaga almost played defensively a perfect first half. Offensively, big plays, they get yards, and then they make a mistake, a false start, a hold, get behind the sticks. They've shown promise even on that last drive before halftime when we punted it away. First play from scrimmage, first and 10 at our own 10. You get a 30-yard gain. Two penalties later, you're punting from your own 10-yard line, and that's how Clay County got the 10. How do you stop making those mistakes? Right, and it's like we talked about earlier, not having that not having that game on week one. Could that have been uh, detrimental to us as far as getting all those first-game jitters truly out of their systems, being able to focus on region play? We're going to send Matt Crocker back down on the field. A minute and 40 to go before the – Three-minute clock starts as these two teams will work um, work and uh, loosen up here before the start of the third quarter. Aggies already coming out of the locker room. Matt Crocker may try to get an interview with head football coach Coach Carter. Ten to seven, Aggies and volunteers on a nice September night. Not hot, a little dew falling here on the grass. Second half and a lot of football in front of us. 
a little dew falling on the grass, Jeremy. It's all over our papers. Our papers are narrow wet. You know, thing. But this is much nicer tonight than we had two weeks ago in Leeds. You know, so I feel like, as was said, that the conditioning of our guys, the way they look good, nobody's really walking around with their hands on their hips like we were in week zero. So looking forward to the second half and seeing what our Aggies can do. It's again 10-7 or score. Touchdown for both teams and a 47-yard field goal for Clay Yates as time expired in the first half. Sulacaga got the football first in this one, and that was a big play for Clay County. A swing of emotion, you get the 47-yard field goal, you come back out in the second half, and you get the football first. That's right. You know, it's, it's always good. That's why I said whenever you can take the momentum into the locker room with you, it helps you relax a little bit more while you're in there. You don't feel like you're – you're, you're pressed, you know, to do something when you come back out. Now all they have to do is come back out and execute to where Silicaga now has the pressure on them in the, in the locker room of saying, okay, we have to go out and do something to get the momentum back. Give you some score updates around the area. We don't have the Fayetteville score, but Comer down at Legion Stadium to Lynette, 26-7 at the half, talking to our guys on the Comer Sports Network on Mix 106.5. B.B. Comer down to its third-string quarterback after a couple ankle injuries. Doesn't look like anything severe, but they're in a big region game with a third-string young quarterback. Childersburg was winning at the half against Ranburn, so the Childersburg Tigers trying to catch a win here. They opened up the season with that loss against Childersburg, and now they're trying to get a win at home versus Ranburn. We'll try to update you on that Fayetteville score as we move Along throughout the night, your score here, 10 to 7. Star Physical Therapy Halftime Show. Aggies back out on the grass, and let's try to see if we can get Matt Crocker with Coach Rob Carter. Matt. Okay, guys, down here with Coach Carter. Coach, first half, a bit of a defensive shootout. This game has turned into a bit of a, uh, a traditional, you know, blowout. What are your thoughts on this matchup so far? I mean, we know that both defenses were pretty tough right here. We're doing a good job defensively. Offensively, we're moving the ball. We've got, a, you know, an advantage sometimes. We just don't break. We're waiting on that big one to break. And uh, Malik Pope had a little thigh bruise there, but we've worked it out, and he'll come back. And, you know, just keep doing what we're doing, playing good defense. And, and we're going to get in the end zone, I promise you. Well, we're looking forward to it, Coach. Uh, uh, I know we made some adjustments. Anything we can expect to see the first five minutes of the second half? I mean, I hope solid defense. There's no doubt about it. We need to get this ball back and get the offense back, you know, rolling. Thank you, Coach. Back to you guys. Thanks, Matt, with Silicaga football coach Rob Carter. Let's take a break. We'll be back in a minute and a half with the third quarter. Score 10 to 7, second half on the way. Being a member of the Sylacauga Chamber has major advantages. Chamber members get exclusive sponsorship opportunities in the Chamber's community events. Need to host a meeting? Members get complimentary use of the Chamber's conference rooms. It's time to partner with the Sylacauga Chamber. Join by calling 256-249-0308.
Swin the Printers serves all your printing needs. As a full-service printer, Swin can do everything you need to complete your project. If you can dream it, Swin can print it. Swin is dedicated to providing high-quality printing and excellent customer service to businesses and individuals alike throughout the Coosa Valley and beyond. Call Gary, Janice, or Clay today at 256-245-3236 or visit Swin online at swinprint.com. This is Superintendent Dr. Michelle Eller, and this is the Aggie Sports Network, the official broadcast partner of Silicaga Athletics. How about the love from Dr. Michelle Eller, the Aggie Sports Network, the official broadcast partner of Silicaga High School Athletics, Jeremy Law, Brent Ashley, Matt Crocker, Ty Franklin on camera, the newest, I guess, Radio Alabama employee, a little co-op student from the high school, going to be working with us throughout her senior year at Silicaga High. 10 to 7, your score. 12 minutes on that game clock as we're about to start the third quarter. Aggies will kick it off to start this third quarter to a couple guys back deep for those Clay County Volunteers. It'll be Faircloth teeing this one up. But because of the 15-yard penalty, roughing the kicker on the field goal attempt, we will kick this ball from the 25-yard line, which makes that field goal um, even sweeter for Clay County. Yeah, Jeremy, that's as we talked about, you know, with the penalty that came in on the, the, the field goal attempt, you know, we had a rough in the kicker. That's a 15 yards, and they chose to take it on this opening kickoff because they knew they were getting the football, and that's going to put them in good field position. And that's what I mentioned right after half, was Silicaga has to come out and get a big stop and get the momentum back. McNeil and Heflin back deep. It's a low line dry kick off the foot of McNeil. Football is on the turf, still rolling around, and McNeil will fall on it at the 40. That couldn't have turned out any better for the Aggies. You're right around the normal starting field position in this game for Clay County around the 35-40 yard line. First and 10 balls to start the third quarter. That play took four seconds off the clock. Yeah, very good job. This is exactly what we needed, something to really keep Clay on their side of the field. You know, they're starting from their own 40, so now our defense really has to step up. And Kyron Hughes is really getting into the music they're pumping out right now. He's jumping up and down. He's getting ready and getting pumped up to get, to get back at it here in the second half. Might see a little option football in the second half for the Volunteers. They'll give the football inside at Simmons, and you will see this triple option. You've seen it time and time again from Danny Horn, a pickup of – Eight on first down. Didn't like the way they were moving the football in the first half. Well, now they're going to put 22 guys in the box for both teams. And, they're, and Danny Horn and this Clay County team may try to grind out this third quarter. Yates in the shotgun set. Two wings to the left and right tackle. McNeil in motion. Handoff Simmons again. The Aggies will stand him up, and he'll roll forward to the 50 and get the first down. Yeah, this is definitely just one of those adjustments that Clay Central made during halftime. They come out and said, look, we've got to figure out a way to move the football here. 
And so what they're doing is exactly what Jeremy said. They have ten men in the box. They've got one wide out. So what that does is that actually makes Silicaga respect that wide out. So they have to leave a safety a little bit deeper off the ball. So that puts kind of like 11 on 10 instead of 11 on 9. Peterson split out right. Manil across the formation takes the speed sweep handoff. On first down, picks up one, two, maybe three. A stiff arm and a flag comes out. Did McNeil grab the face mask of Hudson Hodges, or will this one be on Silicaga? We're going to find out. It may be a face mask against Clay Central. Holding. Holding on, on the volunteers. Central. Right when the stiff arm happened, the flag yep. came out, but it must have been on the right side of that offensive line or the receiver, Peterson. Off the right side, McNeil, who was set down low in the box across the formation, took the handoff, picked up a couple, but it will back the volunteers up 10, and that's a good break for this Aggie defense, who is seeing, who's had to transform the way it's going to play the second half from playing against the spread here now against a, a triple option. You know, this is where Silicaga has to go. They have to take advantage of that mistake and now keep them pinned deep and keep uh, Clay Central on their side of the 50. McLemore behind the quarterback. Yates will keep this one, roll out to his left. Quick pitch to McNeil. Football down on the turf. It's up in the air. Who's got it? Silicaga will recover it. I believe at the 50-yard line, did we jump on it? There's a rugby scrum. Who's going to come out of the pile with this one? And it is Silicaga football. McNeil lost it. Aggies will take over at midfield. Great job there by Jeremy Oden. Oden was able to get on the football. That ball hit the turf, and when it did, it took about a 10-yard bounce the opposite way. And then Oden was there in his really in his uh, outside, or excuse me, his defensive back position, and was able to get on the ball right at the 50-yard line. And here comes the Aggie offense. Big swing for the good guys. Malik Pope in the game with that thigh bruise. Jersey rolled up, showing the six-pack. Bryant Waters down low in the formation as your H-back. Two receivers left, one to the right. First and ten at midfield. The snap, and a flag comes out. It would have been a handoff left side Malik Pope, and that will be first and 15 at the 45. And we just moved just a little bit too quick. You know, I don't know if it was actually uh, Malik that made the cut a little bit too quick before the ball come out from under center, but that's all right. That's the mistake. Now we've got to we've got to make it. We got to get it back. Now we've got to make sure that we capitalize right here. First and fifteen at our own forty-five yard line. 10-7, Volunteers lead it third quarter. 10-35 to go in this third quarter. Pistol formation, Malik Pope behind Brayson Edwards. High snap again. Edwards gets it out of the air. Malik Pope just gang tackled in the backfield, swung down, and another flag is out, laying at the 42, and this is in that area of holding. It is definitely in the, in the area of holding. The referee is going to go to the umpire. They're going to talk about it just a little bit. Holding against Sulacaga. You, you get the fumble recovery at the 50. You have a five-yard penalty and then a maybe a more than a 10-yard holding penalty depending on where they threw that flag. It was yep. down at about the 42. That's going to be another 13 yards. Yep, definitely a spot foul, a 10-yard spot foul. And as Jeremy said, you know, where that flag was thrown and you back them up 10 more yards, that puts us at a first and 28. Aggies need the other 40. They have it. 
at their own 32. We have yet to take a shot to Swain. When do we try to play that card in this one? Quarterback keeper, Brayson Edwards, sprinting across midfield, tackled at the other 49. Back to the original line of scrimmage. All the action went to the right. Edwards, Houdini kept it himself around the left edge, and nobody went with him. It was a very good job there. They Brayson Edwards is just, you know, they put the ball in his hands and, and they kind of give him that run pass option to where he has to go out, he has to read the end, the defensive end. And when he read the defensive end, he was already broke in. So Brayson said, I'm just going to keep it and keep going. And nobody picked him up until he got into deep into the backfield. Volunteers show blitz. They give it to Pope. Nowhere. Pope spins off a tackler. He may get somewhere. Going around left side of Malik Pope. He'll get a first down and a little bit more. Ran out of bounds inside the 40 to the 37. Went right. The play was blown up, and there you see the talents of Malik Pope, the running back senior for the Aggies. He's had a lot of carries under his belt in his career at Silicaga, and that one was up there with some of the pretty ones. Had nowhere to go, picks up 13. I love watching how a young man that's got the talent that Malik has to be able to turn something that is almost looks devastating into a great play. That's just all athleticism. First and 10 Aggies at the 40. This time they'll give it to Pope. He is chopped down, hitting the backfield. Three volunteer defenders standing in the backfield. On that play, we just had a stunt, and what the really it was all your all your linebackers are standing about six yards off the ball, and all it was just an all-out blitz. All four of them come through. Three of them was unthrough without touched, and got Malik in the backfield for a loss of two. Simmons was there. McLemore was there. They're running this 3-4, and did Clay County jump in the neutral zone? The flag came out. Now that's going to be against Sylacauga, I bet you. I think the Aggies. way the umpire threw that, the ball probably moved. Yeah, and that's what, Let's see what it says. McLemore is saying. Yeah, it will be a, it's an illegal snap. Yep. And that one backs us up five yards. So first down, lost two, back to second and 17. Sylacauga can't get out of its own way. That's it. You know, it's and it's one of those things, too, to where, you know, this is something that's very frustrating to your head coach is because we finally do something good. We get everything going our way, and then we, you know, we just kind of hurt ourselves twice, and we get our first down. And now we've hurt ourselves twice again. So let's see what we can do on this second down in about 16. Three receivers right, Swain to the left, and Silicaga flinches again. Beckham jumps off the left side. And those two defensive ends, McLemore and Simmons, are kind of getting in the heads of this Aggie offensive line. Yeah, they are. You know, this this is where you know you, you have to kind of slow down, and you have to you have to tell your guys, look, this is where your seniors need to step up and say, okay, younger guys, settle down a little bit, take a breath. You know, don't worry about all the snaps. Don't worry about what they're doing on the other side of the ball. You know what you have to do. Wait for it to snap, and then move off the ball. Explode. That's all we've got to do is just settle them down. Edwards had an 18-yard carry. Malik Pope had a 13-yard carry. And now Silicaga has a second and 23 back on the other side of the 50 at the 48. Snapped Edwards. He'll look deep down the left side. Swain will go up and it's intercepted McNeil. Well overthrown. Swain tried to go up and knock it out of the air. Elisha McNeil makes a play on the defensive side of the ball and Silicaga gives it back. You know, loved the play call, loved it. Got Swain out there, and just McNeil was able to get up. He timed it a little bit better. Swain looked like he got himself turned around a little bit. You know, a lot of receivers know that when you're going out for that, if you get yourself turned around, you lose momentum and you can't get off the ground. 
And I think that's what happened to Swain on that play. He just couldn't get up in the air enough, and that allowed McNeil to get up a little bit higher, come down with the ball, and give it back to Clay Central on the 25. First and 10 volunteers at the 26-yard line. Michael Brandon wants some recognition. He's back at the station <laughs> producing all this. Thank you, Michael. You know, it's the guy that makes all the money at the company. you think the paycheck would be the recognition he needs. 10-7. Yates will keep it. Probably should have gave it away. Breaks the tackle in the backfield and picks up three, second and seven. That was first and ten at their own 26-10-7. Vols lead third quarter, 8.05 on the clock in this third quarter. As Silicaga recovered a fumble of Clay County to start this third quarter. And then the interception. Edwards, two picks on the night. They did try to throw that one to Swain, and it just didn't go as planned. It looked like a little miscommunication. As here's Yates, QB keeper. Design play. Yates lowers his head. He gets popped. And the line judge will come in and spot him a yard and a half ahead of where he got tackled. Yates is laying on the 32, and the line judge comes in near the 34. It will be third down and two. Should be third and three and a half. I mean, he didn't get hit backwards. He got planted on the turf. Third and two. They need the 35. Football at the 33. Yates shotgun. McLemore to his right. Snap. Yates. Keeper, first down, lowers his head, dives through the hole, picks up a volunteer first down at the 39-yard line. And just a quarterback keeper all the way. Uh, he just got on the right side of the, uh, the center, just followed his guard right through the hole and took a first down for the Clay Volunteers. You look at that Clay County offensive line, you see Isaiah Denny, 6'7", 270 on the left side. Yates, McLemore behind him. Pistol, they'll give McLemore. Shakes off an arm tackler, spins through a tackle. He'll break ahead across midfield, pick up of 12. Broke one, two, three, maybe four tackles on that one before dragging four Aggie defenders across the 50. First down at the 49. Now, Jeremy, right here, Clay, Clay Central, the only thing they're doing is just lining up and running the football. They're pushing the football hard in order to make sure they're either running the clock down and they're just pounding on the defense. Toss, McNeil, big hole, sprints into the secondary, still going, and he's tackled at the 30. The line judge that's had a happy flag all night missed that hold off the left side, and it sprung McNeil for a gain of 20. Let's go down to our sideline reporter, Matt Crocker. Matt? Yeah, guys, this is exactly the position we don't want to be in. We started out with the offense, you know, not much producing. Looked like Clay County was in our in our in our minds, and it's the same thing on the other side of the ball. We got to tighten up. There's a big run by McNeil. Picks up nine. He got hit at the line of scrimmage. Went off left tackle, and he'll be close to a first down, second and two and a half. As yep. McNeil just had the pick, and he's been the guy they're going to give it to. And that will bring us to our first heat timeout of the second half. 5.54 to go third quarter. Volunteers threatening. They lead it 10-7. This is the Aggie Sports Network from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Football season is here. Tailgate with top-of-the-line coolers and tumblers from Yeti at Carreva Outdoors. Carreva also has a huge selection of Costa sunglasses so you can watch your team and look cool coast to cool. Carreva also has the best in fishing gear with a wide variety of tackle and bait. 
And hunters, deer season isn't far away, and Carava has all the clothing and boots you need to keep you comfortable. Carava Outdoors, beside the Mapco on Highway 280 at 1st Street in Childersburg. Hi, I'm Robin Angelo, Director of Coosa Valley MRI, business recipient of the American College of Radiology Accreditation and Joint Commission Best Practice Awards. Our vision, mission, and values at Coosa Valley MRI is part of our working platform of excellence that you deserve. COVID infection control measures are in place to keep you as safe as possible so you can focus on what is important, your MRI exam. Schedule your appointment today. Learn more at coosavalleymri.com. This is Sylacauga basketball coach Kent Fullington, and you're listening to the Aggie Sports Network, the official broadcast partner of Sylacauga High School Athletics. Aggie Sports Network, official broadcast partner of Sylacauga High School Athletics. Volunteers with a first and 10 just outside of the red zone. At the 21, balls moving right to left from our vantage point towards the field house that reads home of the volunteers. Yates crouches. Takes the snap, he'll keep it himself. Off left side, here's Yates darting through the hole. He's across the 15. And here the 12, maybe gets down to the 11. A good pickup for the Vols. This Sylacauga defense. Maybe wearing down a little bit right here. And maybe even Logan Corbett coming in to play some linebacker or defensive line, and it is. Logan Corbett beside Hudson Hodges. And the second level of that Aggie defense, man in motion for the Vols. Here's a quick pitch right side. McLemore lowers a shoulder. Aggies get lower. He'll still turn the legs, and he's inside of the 10. To the 8, first and goal, Volunteers. They're chewing this clock away. 5-10 to go, third quarter. They lead it 10-7. Aggies haven't scored since their opening possession. Volunteers had a touchdown on their opening possession as well and then a 47-yard field goal before halftime. It was Bryant Waters that came off when Logan Corbett came in. Logan Corbett now another one of those guys that's going both ways. Play has been stopped. The referees standing around the football. Not sure what they're discussing. I think it's clearly a first and goal. Ball is inside of the 10, and actually there is a flag down. You can see it between the masses now, and the head referee will come over. It's a dead ball foul. Unsportsmanlike conduct on the Aggies. That will move this one half the distance to the goal. I'm not sure they needed any help on this drive, but they just got it. First and goal at the nine. You'd like that if you're the Aggie defense, and it's now first and goal inside of the five. Yates with McNeil on his left hip. A receiver split out to the right, one to the left. McNeil up the middle. He's in for the touchdown. Five-yard touchdown run, Elisha McNeil. 16-7, Volunteers lead, 4.54 left third quarter. Volunteers on for the extra point. Yeah, Coach Horn just lined up, played old school football, and he just said, look, 
We're going to get in the box. We're going to run it hard. We're going to make them stop us. And right there, the Aggies just couldn't dial up a defense that could stop the run, and that just allowed Clay Central to move down the field, chewing up seven minutes off the clock and then getting the ball in the end zone, and now the point after by Mr. Yates. Yates up. Extra point. It's blocked by the Aggies. Coming off the side of Jeremy Odom, Antoine Borden, and it's a 16-7 ball game. It's like a 30-second break. This is the Aggie Sports Network from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. And this is Silicaga basketball coach Kent Fulton. Swin the Printers serves all your printing needs. As a full-service printer, Swin can do everything you need to complete your project. If you can dream it, Swin can print it. Swin is dedicated to providing high-quality printing and excellent customer service to businesses and individuals alike throughout the Coosa Valley and beyond. Call Gary, Janice, or Clay today at 256-245-3236 or visit Swin online at swinprint.com. You're listening to the Aggie Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, the official broadcast partner of Sylacauga High School Athletics. Now, back to the action. Number nine, Lauderdale, kicking off. Lauderdale and Odom back to return the kickoff. Odom just blocked that extra point, came off the right edge. Yates to kick it away from the 40, right to left. Here's the Aggies with their second possession of the second half. It's Lauderdale. Fielding this one at the five. Stutter stepped and he is drilled. Lauderdale lollygagged back at the five and he was popped at the 15. Yeah, big number 49 for the Volunteers. That is Kobe Johnson. He just hit Lauderdale with everything he had. It's a good job there by the Vols to stop us inside the 20 and make us start deep once again. Not sure what Lauderdale was doing. He caught it at about the three-and-a-half, four-yard line, and he stood there for a second, and that allowed the Clay County kick team to get down there and make a play. It's first and ten at the 18. Offense will take the field. You feel like you need a score on this possession. 16-7 to seven is on the State Farm Agent Albia Steer scoreboard. Volunteers lead it with 447 to go third quarter. Three receivers to the right, and the Aggies put two men in motion. Cottingham and Basinger now set up on the left side with Quinn Davies Swain. Snap, quick throw out left Malik Pope. He has a lane, but it's chopped down after a gain of one. Gets to the 19-yard line, second and nine. Number three on the swing pass. And there is an injured player down, and it looks like a volunteer is down back near the 18-yard line behind the play. Brent, let's take a break, a 30-second break. This is the Aggie Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. When you go to sleep at night, you should feel comfortable and relaxed in your home. Sleeping Giant Heating and Cooling knows what it takes to ensure the ultimate home comfort when it comes to your heating and air conditioning. Our certified, friendly technicians treat you and your home just like they would their own. There's a reason why Sleeping Giant Heating and Cooling is voted the best HVAC specialist in the Coosa Valley. Sleeping Giant Heating and Cooling, your local independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer. Online at sleepinggiantair.com. Whether you're a contractor or a DIY home improver, Van Zandt Hardware and Supply has what you need. From paint, pipes, and tools, and they're a yellow wood distributor as well. Plus, they have professional advice if you need it. 
Go to Van Zandt Hardware and Supply on Highway 280 in Oak Grove, where perfection for the customer isn't a privilege, it's a standard. This is Silicago baseball coach Jeff Bell. You're listening to the Aggie Sports Network, the official broadcast partner of Silicago High School Athletics. Back after the timeout, the injured player was McLemore. He walked off the field under his own power. Edwards rolling out to his right. Just has to throw a pass out there on the run to Riley Basinger as he's being chased. It's 16 to 7, 419 to go, third quarter. Third and eight for the Aggies. Football at their own 20-yard line. Yeah, this is where, you know, Clay Central is just doing everything now to disrupt Silicaga. They're getting them out of a, a rhythm. You know, this this is the point where Silicaga just needs to settle down and get back in a rhythm that they were in the first half and really start moving the football down the field. Snap to Edwards. Play action fake. Looking over the middle. Throws caught by Swain across the middle, and that is good for an Aggie first down. The big receiver, 6'3", 175, used the body to shield the cornerback away, and he makes the catch and moves the sticks. Love the play call. I've been talking about it all night. We just need to do some quick slant ends, get the ball out of Brayson's hands pretty quick, and that's all Swain did. Came across the middle, big target. Brayson was able to hit him in the numbers, got the first down for our Aggies. Edwards on the give. This one blown up, nowhere to go, loses one. And might have been Hughes on the carry there. Think it was. Number five, Hughes on the carry. Brought down by number 58, Marbury. Second and 11. And now the Aggies back into formation. 3.26 left on the clock. 16-7, Clay County lead. Three wide outs to the left. One wide out to the right, single back. Brayson Edwards steps back, sees the field. Got a man open downfield, got him in. Oh, and it's going to be a flag on the play. Just missed by number nine, Bill Lauderdale. But we do have a flag on the play, and that's going to be a defensive pass interference for sure on that. And that's going to help our Aggies out once again as they're going to back it up. And they're going to mark that one off. It's going to be somewhere around second and one or second and two, Jeremy, good. when it's all said and done. Good things happen when you take the shots. Is it a holding or pass interference? This should be a 15-yard penalty. After a second and 11, they should mark this one. I mean, Coach Rob Carter's thinking the same thing. Holding was the call. And it's a 10-yard penalty. And Coach Carter was wanting that pass interference, and that would have been 15. That's right. Here's Edwards. Quarterback keeper. Lowers the shoulder. Shows the toughness. Gets the first down. I was going to say, Brent, you take those shots and good things happen. Silicaga hasn't taken many in this one. 16-7. Volunteers lead. 3.05 to go. Third quarter. Aggies marching down the field. First and 10. With Kyron Hughes, the running back. Malik Pope may be out with that thigh bruise. There's four men along the line of scrimmage for the Vols. Edwards looking downfield, rolling to his right. Nowhere to go, and this should be an intentional grounding here on Brayson Edwards. They're going to throw the flag. He threw it away. It's a horrible rule in high school football that you can't get outside of the tackles and throw it away past the line of scrimmage. 
But it is the rule. It is the rules. And one thing Brayson will have to learn as he gets, you know, as, as we get a little bit deeper into the season, and I think Coach Carter and Emma talked to him about it, on that particular play there, I understood why he was trying to throw it out of bounds, but he could have easily gained three or four yards to help us out instead of backing us up. So he'll go back and look at the tape, you know, and he'll be able to see the mistake he made and then make that adjustment and learn from that and move forward. Well, that backs the Aggies up again. I mean, I can't remember a big play that wasn't followed by a couple penalties in this one. Second and 20. Ball at the 33. They need the 47 on the other side of the 54 first down. Edwards again throws left side. Caught by Swain. Gets a little bit of that back. A gain of seven. It's going to be third and manageable, third and 13. Well, more manageable than what third and 20 would have been. 2.30 on the clock, third quarter, 16-7. Volunteers with the lead. Jeremy Law, Brent Ashley, Matt Crocker, Ty Franklin, Michael Brannon with you tonight on the broadcast on the Aggie Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Silicaga in a big spot in this game, third and 13. Closing moments of the third quarter. A snap back to Edwards, has to step up under pressure. Looks left and he'll go down with a sack. And a flag came out, probably holding on the Aggies. Edwards stepped up left, got chased down from behind and he'll limp over to the sideline. Holding on the Aggies, we'll see what the Vols want to do. Danny Horn may take this penalty because the hold was about 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage, and it could be a 20-yard penalty. Yeah, if, if Coach Horn takes this hold here, you're definitely right. From the spot of the foul, it's going to back the Aggies up 10 more yards, and they'll replay third down, but it's going to put us in about a third and 23 uh, situation to where if we don't gain a lot here, then our punting has got to come through. You know, yeah, so very good. You know, it's a very good acceptance by Coach uh, Coach Horn there to back us on up. And it's going to be about third and twenty-six. Actually, a little bit more than that. It's about third and thirty. Yes. <laughs> An intentional grounding and a holding put Silicaga back at third and about really thirty yards. They'll need three links of the chain here. They'll run Jeremy Odom on late as the offense got off the field and the punt team came on for a moment. Here's Edwards. He'll throw, and it's tipped at the line and almost intercepted at the 26. Gets down to the turf, and Silicaga will be forced to kick it away. That's where big number 10 for the Clay Volunteers, that is Kyson Lindsey. He got his hands up, and as they always teach those linemen, well, you get in there, get your hands up. If you can't get to the quarterback, get your hands up and try to deflect it out of the air, and that time he was able to do it. And that's going to bring on number 19, Camden Faircloth, for our Aggies to punt it away. Faircloth to kick it to Wenzel, who will stand around the 50-yard line. Toes on the 10 for Camden. He'll get the kick away and get a good leg into this one. A wobbly kick that takes an Aggie roll. Bounces at the 45 and down to the 40. Faircloth flips the field position again, and the Volunteers will take over. First and 10 at the 40-yard line. Let's take a 30-second break. This is the Aggie Sports Network. Volunteers lead at 16-7. Don't, don't you need a local insurance agent, someone that lives in your community, someone that can be there at the drop of a hat, like a good neighbor. 
State Farm agent Albie Steers can help you identify your insurance needs and help you choose the right policy. And when you need him, State Farm agent Albie Steers is there for you. State Farm agent Albie Steers in Sylacauga. Online at albiesteers.net. You're listening to the Aggie Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, the official broadcast partner of Sylacauga High School Athletics. Now, back to the action. We rushed back from a timeout only to get a Clay County timeout. They were trying to get a player on the field late on that first and 10, Bryant Hamlet. Aggies trail 16-7. They had a first down at midfield and ended up punting it away from their own 20-yard line. 16-7, your score. 13 minutes and 20 seconds remaining in the game. A minute and 20 left in the third quarter. Been a defensive battle, Brent, actually. And volunteers have it at the 40. First possession since their last touchdown drive. Yeah, you know, it, it's been a very, very tough fault battle between both teams here. You know, it's just Clay's Clay's made that adjustment to where they're just playing hard-nosed football. They're grinding it up the middle. They're going to run the football and make you stop them. And until Sylacauga can really find that that matchup in order to get this, this Clay Central offense stopped, you know, Coach Horn's just going to keep doing it. He's just going to keep driving it, keep driving it, keep driving it. So, But right now, very proud of our Aggies. They're really looking good. They're still, you know, some of them are a little bit tired, but nothing like it was uh, week zero. And all of them are still pumped up, ready to play this ball game. Sixteen to seven on the State Farm Age and Albia Steer scoreboard. Aggies on the road here in what is officially game number three, but the second time we've seen the Aggies on the field this year. A little inside give. McNeil finds a hole, bounces off an Aggie, tackle, Aggie tackler. Gets into the second level of that defense and pick up, picks up nine. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. Fox Sports Central Alabama on 98.3 FM is WFXO, Stewartville, Sylacauga, Childersburg, home of the Sylacauga Aggies on the Aggie Sports Network. Aggies have a cramping player down on the turf and it looks like this it's number 11 for Sylacauga is that Connor Twyman who is down yes it is he's at the 47 they'll try to stretch this cramp out 56 seconds left in the third quarter Brent let's take a 30 second break volunteers lead at 16-7 this is the Aggie Sports Network game coverage tonight brought to you by Toyota of Sylacauga When it comes to taking on the outdoors, Talladega Outdoors is the place to go for Kawasaki ATVs, motorcycles, utility vehicles, and accessories, plus bad boy mowers and Husqvarna power equipment. TalladegaOutdoors.com. Everything's better outdoors. Over 25 million adults experience chronic pain every day that lasts up to three months. That's 11% of the U.S. population. Don't be one of those people. Start the healing process today at Star Physical Therapy. Todd Malone and his team will customize a treatment plan for you to get you back to the quality, pain-free life you deserve. Visit Star Physical Therapy in the Victorian Village today in Sylacauga. Star Physical Therapy, where you're the star and treated like one. Connor Twyman able to walk off. 
Jeremy, I feel like I jinxed him a little bit by saying that that and then Connor gets a cramp. <laughs> Clock winds with 50 seconds to go, third quarter. Snap back to Yates, looks deep down the left side. Going up, makes the catch at the 10-yard line. Flag came out. Jace Maxwell goes up, elevates, but you may have offensive pass interference. Yeah, I do believe that's where we're going to get it. Beautiful throw by Yates, the number 26. That's going to be Maxwell. Maxwell just pushed off a little bit, and the uh, back judge was right there in good position to see it. The flag comes out, and that's going to back them up. Like Lauderdale was in good coverage there, and just the shove in the back gave Jace Maxwell the room he needed to go up and make the grab, regardless of the penalty. A magnificent catch, but it will be wiped away by the offensive pass interference. 16-7 is your score here in Clay County. There's a lot of tension in this stadium. This game is still in the balance. Yes. Can Silicaga make a fourth quarter run in this football game? Clay County has had the football the, almost the entirety of this third quarter. They put together one touchdown drive. Both teams with a turnover in this third quarter. It's second and 16 from their own 34. Quick pitch left side. McNeil jukes through a tackler, makes Waters miss, and gets back to the original line of scrimmage at the 40. Waters may have been pushed in the back, not happy, as he gets up wearing that number 43. Yeah, Waters, he... he it looks like he got held a little bit. The way he come through there, his arm was really up. His shoulder was cocked up. And I think that's what he was really aggravated about uh, on that play was he just felt he was held a little bit and just couldn't get to the ball carrier. You know, but no flag on the field. But, you know, we still great job by stopping them. And we're now at third and ten. So the defense has got to stand big here and we'll make it happen. That'll be the end of the third quarter. After 30... Six minutes in this one, Volunteers 16, Aggies 7. 12 minutes to go. This is the Aggie Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Did you know Garris Pond is the largest firearm retailer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garris Music has it all for the instrument enthusiast, guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garris Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the new year. Now that's special. Drop by Garris Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garris Specialties, behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street, Sylacauga. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. This is Sylacauga basketball coach Kent Fullington, and you're listening to the Aggie Sports Network, the official broadcast partner of Sylacauga High School Athletics. Third and ten to start this fourth quarter, live from Central High School of Clay County. Volunteer Stadium, Jeremy Law, Brent Ashley, Matt Crocker. Third and ten. Volunteers with the football at their own 40. 16 to 7, your score. Aggies need a stop. 
Yates will put Maxwell in motion. You could hear a pin drop in this stadium. You know how important this play is. Kashawn Jackson in at corner for the first time in this game. The head referee will finally get set. And we have a little confusion. Maggie defense having a little trouble getting lined up. The play clock has not yet started. Yeah, the play clock hadn't started. Now the official just blew it in and we're all here. But Horn was asking questions about exactly where the ball was placed because of the penalty and all. So they got it straightened out, so we must be going. This is third and 20. They need the 40. Yates rolling out to his right. Fires one off the chest of Jackson Peterson, who came in to make a sliding catch and couldn't Yates grab it. For Peterson is I thought that third and 10 looked weird, Brent as it was third and 20. They were on their own 40. They needed the other 40. And there is a flag down. There's gonna be an ineligible receiver downfield for the Volunteers. And Silicaga is going to decline this penalty and get the football back with 11.55 to go, fourth quarter. Yeah, where that flag was thrown, what happened was, was when Yates rolled out to the left side, excuse me, to the right side, one of his offensive linemen didn't realize where he was and just kind of got beyond the umpire. And once that happened and the ball was thrown, the umpire throws the yellow flag down on the field. And now that puts Clay Central in a punting situation. It's Yates to do it all, standing with his heels on his 25. The snap is a... End over end punt. It'll take a hop at the 30 and die right there. Hopped forwards, backwards, and Silicaga has 70 yards separating it from the end zone. 16 to 7, your score here in Clay County. First week of region play, Silicaga and Clay County. Volunteers have the lead. Can Silicaga put together a touchdown drive? They scored on their opening possession, went six plays, 80 yards for the touchdown. And this offense has, quite frankly, been pretty stagnant ever since. They'll make a big play and then a mistake. Can Silicaga get out of its own way here in the fourth quarter? Play clock rolling, it's at 20. Malik Pope behind his quarterback, Brayson Edwards. In the pocket, Edwards slings one down the right side of the field. He'll chase the football, did Jeremy Odom, and finally the flag comes out. The defender never tried to make a play on the ball and kept Odom from running his route, and Elisha McNeil will get a 15-yard penalty. Yeah, very good job by the back judge on that one to be able to be looking at the ball like he needed to be, and he can make that call from where he was. Then, you know, the back judge on the – I mean, excuse me, the side judge just didn't pull the flag like he needed to because it was – the defensive guy never made an – he never made an attempt to go for the ball. He just stayed in the face, done a little pushing, and that just allowed to where we could not get to it. So the result of that is going to definitely be a first down for our Aggies. That's Heflin on that side. Number five, Heflin was in the way of Jeremy Odom. Never attempted to turn and make a play on the ball. Not that you have to, but it's easier for that flag to come out from the official. Edwards claps his hands. 
It'll be a give. Malik Pope stutter steps in the backfield. And Malik Pope, man, he's just been trying and trying in this game. As there should have been a penalty on Heflin again as he slung Jeremy Odom down behind the play. But it's just been tough sledding for Malik Pope. Everybody's saying the senior running back, can we get something going? I mean, he's having to make guys miss three yards deep in the backfield. Yeah, he definitely is. And you can tell by Malik, it, that thigh is hurting him a little bit right now. He's just not putting a lot of weight. He's not being able to turn on it like he normally does. So let's see how we do here. Edwards again, quick throw. Right side, Jeremy Odom. First down, makes the catch at the sticks and steps out of bounds. And he may have stepped out shy. No, he didn't. Just got the first down, and that'll move the chains. Yeah, really good job there. Odom's doing a really good job, and that's where him and Heflin are going at each other. Heflin keeps pointing at him. He keeps pointing at Heflin. So that side of the field right now, which is further away from us, but closer to our home, or excuse me, closer to our fans, you know, that battle is heating up over there. And we're going to see if Odom can really take advantage of it right here. And the Aggies get in the end zone for the first time since its first possession. High snap, Edwards jumps, catches it out of the air. Give to Malik Pope, finds a hole, gets to the second level and picks up eight before he slides down. They'll actually give him nine. A good run for Malik Pope, and that's what your senior running back can do when he has a little space. You know, you, you always have to tip your hat to any athlete that gets out there and that's hurt and still gives you 110%, gives you everything he has. And you can tell by just his body language that that thigh is really hurting Malik, and Brayson is getting him in the game now, and here we go. Game clock's at 10 minutes, 16 to 7. They'll give Malik Pope again. He'll spin through the hole to the 30. Picks up a first down on second and short. Moving the chains again. This Aggie offense, and this has kind of been the whole game. They haven't had a problem moving the sticks, Brent. They've That's had right. a problem getting behind the sticks. And, and, and like you said, Jeremy, every time we did something, we just couldn't get out of our way in the third quarter. We have something great, and then we'd back ourselves up twice. You know, and it just, we kept digging a hole, but right here, we're not. We keep driving it down the field, and now big Kyron Hughes back behind Brayson. No give Kyron right side. He'll get the edge. Here's Hughes. He has a first Whoa. down. The big man bumbling, lowers the shoulder, runs over a volunteer. And Kyron Hughes gets the first down. You know, we always heard that saying as we were growing up, that rumbling, stumbling, and tumbling. Kyron Hughes just barreled over three Clay Central guys and just, it was like, look, give me the football. I'm going to take up the slack for my buddy Malik Pope that's out there. You know, with that hurt thigh, he said, just keep giving it to me. I'm going to keep running hard. First and 10 now inside of the 20-yard line. Aggies in the red zone. One for one in the red zone tonight as Edwards. Slant route. Jeremy Odom makes the catch. Flag comes out. Odom's in for the touchdown. But you might get a hold on Silicaga. It's either going to be a hold or it's going to be an, a, uh, an illegal receiver downfield. One of the linemen may have went downfield just a little too much, so that's going to come back. Holding, Holding. on the Aggies. Oh, wow. a slant route. I mean, it's a quick throw. How, my, my question is, how can you hold when you're in passing? When you're in a pass block, there's just no way of holding. I mean, I have to disagree with I that do. call, but, hey, it, that's what it is. Let's make it happen again right here, guys. It's right on the line of scrimmage. Uh, well, about four yards behind the line of scrimmage, and – Man, you just think about the college rules. Ten yards if it's behind the line, they take the line. And high school, it's wherever that flag's wherever thrown. Wherever that flag's thrown. First and 23. 
Edwards quarterback keeper on the draw. He'll get some of that back and then another late penalty. A flag gets tossed in and who is this one on? The line judge on the other side throws this penalty. I'm I'm thinking this, this one this one could be on Heflin because of the He's way it went. He's been a little dirty here in this second half. Let's see what the white cap. After the play, you'll get a personal foul on the Volunteers. They'll get 15 of these yards back after the play. And, so, Jeremy, and the right run. now, that's right, and the run. Our crowd is starting to get up. Our crowd's getting into it. So that's what our team needs. That's what our team needs to know is that everybody's behind you. Let's go. 8.51 to go, fourth quarter. That'll put this football inside of the 15, almost near the 10 at the 12. Should be second down. They'll get the sticks right. Second and four. Aggies can get a first down at the nine. Football is at the 13-yard line. Quarterback keeper, Grayson Edwards, gets a first down. He's trucking towards the end zone. He gets inside of the five, down at the three. Tough vantage point for us, Brent, but Edwards gets out of the pile. Zone read fake. Kyron Hughes fooled everybody. Edwards kept it behind left guard, and he picks up a first and goal at about the four-yard line. Yeah, really good job. Brayson faked everybody, pulled the linebackers to the right to take Kyron Hughes with him, and then Brayson went right to the left, jotted back to the inside, first down. Here's to give Hughes. There's a pile at the goal line at some Aggie signaling touchdown. It was a first and goal. And did the football come out? And it did. Oh my. Silicaga. A dog pile at the one. Football, I guess, came out and it's Clay County football. They put a magnificent drive together for a fumble at the one, the third Aggie turnover in this football game. Ah, that's just, that, that's heartbreaking right there to go as far as you can go, pushing the ball like you did, really trying to get in the end zone, and then they say the ball comes out, and then Clay comes up with it on the half yard line, or they put them on the one. So it's gonna be first and 10 for Clay from their own one yard line. It's a tough place to win a football game. Not many people have done it. And that's the time of the game where you'd love to have Malik Pope carrying the rock. Everybody in between the tackles. It's a handoff McNeil. He'll give that volunteer offense some space with eight minutes to go fourth quarter. He'll clear out the space, get across the five. And what a killer. Silicaga had a chance to score a touchdown. A late flag again comes out. This one's probably on the Aggies. He had a chance to score a touchdown. Cut this to a, a potentially a two-point ball game, and you give it to them at the one. Yep, you know, we make that mistake, and then, you know, that's where, you know, Clay Central trying to capitalize, and then now, you know, with everything going on, you know, we get a late flag here. We have to wait and see who we're going to 
who it's actually going to be called against, but I do believe it will be called against Sylacauga. Volunteers are pointing at us, and it is on us. Line judge will go ahead and mark this off. It's unsportsmanlike against Sylacauga. So you have one play that brings it out three yards, then you have an unsportsmanlike that brings it all the way out to the 23-yard line. You know, the result of the Another one's down, Brent. It's another flag thrown. And they're going to continue to write these in the book. So why do they write them in the book? It's uh, If you get two of these in a game, you're ejected. You're ejected. That's right. So if it's unsportsmanlike, which it's going to be because they're writing it down, they're writing the number, another dead ball, unsportsmanlike dead ball, conduct against Sylacauga. It'll be another 15 Sylacauga. yards. is just self-destructing right now. Right. Frustrated. Offense goes the length of the field, fumbles on the one, and now 30 yards worth of unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. And Coach Rob Carter wants a word with the head referee. Coach Carter having a chat with the referee around the 20. As all the momentum of this game has about been taken away. Yeah, this is one of these to where, you know, it feels like that every time we tried to get something going, you know, we kind of got stopped. And then that way we fumbled it on the one. And then after that, they gained from the one, they gained four yards. And then we've turned around and had three consecutive unsportsmanlike conduct calls that has put them out now to where it's first and first and ten from around the 21-yard line. so No, Brent, it's going to be first and 10 about the 36-yard yeah, line once, after they walk this one they, off. Once they walk this one off, too. so, But Coach Carter is really upset with them, and I don't blame him because he's got to figure out why they keep doing what they're doing. We've been hosed on calls all night, and this is kind of a boil over from the Leeds game. Yes, it is. I mean, you're always going to make a few penalties. You have an official's timeout on the field, but, man, we have just caught the end of the stick in the first two ball games that we played this year. Yep. And I'm sorry, man. I, I'm going to go back to the first and goal run for Kyron Hughes. I mean, how long does a play have to be stalemated at the one to get a forward progress call? Well, and that's another thing, too. That's where the second know, time tonight that the that second is, time tonight that that has happened and it's gone against Sylacauga, you know, and not saying that it's, you know, any of the officials fault or anything like that. It's just the fact that when forward progress has stopped, you know, you have to be you have to be judgmental and say, OK, it stopped and blow the whistle and kill the play. And neither time was it done. And then the next thing we know, you know, first quarter, Clay I mean, comes out, scores the touchdown, and then on that one they end up saying the ball hit the turf. Well, how long are you going to let the pile stand right. there and let you him know. rip at one guy? For I mean, it, ha it was about three seconds. That's right, at least. It, I think it was even longer than that. 16-7 your score. Under eight minutes on the clock. Clay County under center, wing T. It's a toss to Heflin. Makes a man miss in the backfield. Here's Heflin around the 40. 45 ran out of bounds. Odom pops him after he's out of bounds, and that's 15 more. Odom's not happy. Heflin picked up a first down, got across the 50 to the 48, add 15 more. They'll have first and 10 at the 33. 
Yeah, right there. This is where Silicaga, you know, and I know the coaches have already talked to him. The coaches have already told him to kind of calm down a little bit. And that's where, you know, once once the young man was committed to go out of bounds, just kind of let him go. Uh, but Odom did hit him, but it looked as if Odom hit him inbounds. But, of course, both officials threw the flag, so he must have been at least out of bounds a out. little bit. He was out. Yep, and then so that's 15 more yards tacked on to the end of that run. Let's and go down to Matt Crocker, Matt. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go back to the goal line stand here. When you have a play that goes – Five, like we said, three to five seconds without calling the ball dead. Uh, the kids are either, number one, they're going to get hurt or they're going to get mad. And that's what's happening. We're just self-destructing. I forgot Matt was here. Here's the give. McNeil, Thanks, big hole up the middle. Close to a first down, still spinning. He'll be at the 24-yard shot. Sorry about that, Matt. I mean, we were just kind of lost in everything that was going on here. Yeah. Once again, right now, watching the defense, these guys still hadn't give up. They're playing hard. And the one man that's sticking out to me right now is Dalton Miley. Dalton, Dalton really is playing hard. He's trying to get in. He's almost in the backfield on every play so far. And big Ethan. Uh, Ethan Holmes. Ethan Holmes, that's right. Thank you, Jeremy. Yeah, he's just doing a great job at the nose tackle as well, trying to make something happen for the defense here to get this Clay Central offense stopped. 16-7. It was a first down, a gain of 10 on the dot, a give Heflin. He's across the 20 inside of the red zone. Got five. Second and five now for Clay County. Yeah, and Matt had a great look down there. He was standing on the goal line during that scrum at the one. And, you know, Silicaga's they're battling away right now. But, Matt, you're standing right there when it happened. Well, guys, any, any other time, you know, they're going to give them forward progress, call the ball dead. Uh, it just went entirely too long. Tempers are flaring. It's obvious. Sideline, the guys on the field are just having a hard time containing it. Let's take a break. Timeout, Silicaga, Crave Outdoors timeout. 6.36 on the clock, fourth quarter. Volunteers lead it 16-7. to seven. At Grace Cafe. Looking for a savory lunch? Their chicken salad is made fresh daily with grapes and pecans or dried cranberries. They also have other sandwiches, soups, and an assortment of fresh pastries. Order online for pickup or curbside. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Silicaga and Childersburg. You can also rent either location for parties and events. Taste it and love it. Heritage Freight provides a wide variety of transportation, warehousing, and logistics services. Heritage Freight has earned a solid record of accomplishment in the industry by focusing on providing world-class customer service, employing only the most qualified and experienced drivers, and by having an unwavering commitment to quality. Heritage Freight received the 2020 Alabama Trucking Association's Excellence in Safety Award. They invite you to try their services and see the difference for yourself. Call 256-245-2488 or contact them at heritagefreight.com. This is Superintendent Dr. Michelle Eller, and this is the Aggie Sports Network, the official broadcast partner of Silicaga Athletics. Second and five, volunteers marching, moving left to right. In the navy blue tops, gray pants, Yates under center now. Wing T offense, they'll toss it out left side. McNeil has a convoy in front, flag comes out. McNeil will stretch for the goal line, gets inside of the five to the two. But a flag came out from the very, very back judge who was standing almost out of the end zone, and this might be in that area of holding and could be bringing this play back. 6.28 to go, fourth quarter. 
This will be holding on the Volunteers. Only be about a five yard penalty or so. The flag is down at the 13. It was second and five from the 19. Yeah, Jeremy, looks like it's only gonna be about three yards, three yard penalty because of where it was, a spot foul. Yeah, <coughs> yeah packing them up four yards to where it's second and nine now for now the play. Get your heat timeout, now Brent. Heat timeout. Let's take it with them. 16-7 <laughs> heat timeout brought to you by Carave Outdoors. Volunteers have the lead midway through the fourth quarter. Looking for a church home? Hello. I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama, where you're first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Prescription drugs, over-the-counter medication, home health care needs. It can all be overwhelming if you don't know exactly what you need. It's Jared and Jacob Johnson from Marble City Pharmacy. We're here for all your medication needs. Have a question about medication? Come see us at Marble City Pharmacy. We're invested in you just like family. Marble City Pharmacy, here for life. Online at MarbleCityPharmacy.com. You're listening to the Aggie Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, the official broadcast partner of Sylacauga High School Athletics. Now, back to the action. From Volunteer Stadium in Clay County at Central High School of Clay County, this is the Aggie Sports Network from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Beautiful sports complex here on the front side of the school. Brent, they have the lights on the baseball field and softball field on, but it's going down on the gridiron right now. Clay County with a second and nine. Football moved outside of the red zone after the holding penalty. Second and nine from the 23. 6.28 to go fourth quarter. Can the Aggie defense come away with a turnover or a stop? Give McNeil, jukes through the hole, takes a hit, and another flag comes out. Holding on Clay County, and this could be, Brent, what Silicaga's needed. Couple yes. penalties on Clay. Try to get a stop. Silicaga has two timeouts to work with. Trying to get a defensive stop and put another drive together. Yeah, definitely. This is what Silicaga needs. We'll back them up here. They'll go second down again, but still, Silicaga needs to capitalize on these mistakes now that, that Central's making. But then also, this is where, you know, this is where your leaders need to step up for our team and say, okay, look, guys, we got to settle down. Let's get our heads back into this. We still have six minutes and 12 seconds left in the game. We're still only down, you know, by nine. We're, no, we're not out of this by no means, you know. So this is where, you know, it's going to test us. Let's stop Clay Central. Let's get the ball back, and let's run our offense and get some points on the board, and then let's really pressure them to get it back again. Second and 20. Game clock under six minutes, fourth quarter. Yates turns around, now he'll sprint out to his right. Has a receiver wide open, it's McNeil, catch made at the 25, cuts inside of the 10, he'll go to the end zone, touchdown. And Jeremy, very good play there. There's a flag on the field. 
There is a flag down on the field at the 30. And he's talking to Clay. Or was he? Ineligible receiver downfield on Clay County, and that will wipe a touchdown oh, off the board. Awesome. We can't. And that's another one of those to where, as I was going to tell you, it, describing that play, you know, it looked as if it was supposed to be a running play, but it's then a, they brought, you know, they brought the running, really one of the receivers across the field, and that's where uh, Yates had the really the run pass option. He was reading the defense, and he seen where the run was not going to work. So that's where one of your linemen got downfield a little too far as Yates threw the football, and that really wiped that uh, touchdown out, you and could, that brought Clay Central back. You can tell me I'm wrong, Brent, but, you know, in college you get three yards. I think you only get a yard in high school for That's that it. ineligible receiver downfield. I mean, so you don't, you don't really get to run the RPO game like you might see on Saturdays here in high school football. It was an right. inside fake and a, almost a naked bootleg for – Clay Yates and one man running his way. All the action went left. It was McNeil and Yates rolling out to the right, and that ineligible receiver downfield penalty will make it second and 25, but more importantly taking that volunteer touchdown off the board. Ball on the 39. Low snap to Yates, gets down on the ground. He'll have to pick it up, and he is wrapped up and brought down just inside of the 40. Really good job once again there by Bryant Waters. And also number 50 for the Aggies. That's going to be big Logan Corbett. Logan is in on defense now, giving some of our linebackers a break. It looks as if it's Hudson Hodges that he uh, is actually giving a break to. So looking forward to uh, to seeing what Logan can do in that inside linebacker let's position. Go to, let's go to Matt after this play. It is third and 24. Ball at the 38. Clay County has had three or four penalties on this drive. Clayton Yates, quarterback keeper. By himself on the left side, he'll lower his shoulder, and they're just trying to get back into his field goal range. It's gonna be third and very long. Let's go down to Matt Crocker, Matt. Guys, I was just gonna point out, you know, before we were, we were kind of losing our tops as well, with, along with the players. Uh, but after that play, after that stop right before this play, we saw Kyron Hughes helping uh, Yates off the off the ground. Uh, sportsmanship's back in it, guys. Looks like we've collected ourselves, got our heads back in the game. Thanks, Matt. That's an hour healing hands. Sideline report, fourth and 17. They're not going to kick one here. They're going to leave the offense out there. Really, what does a field goal do for you? Not much. It's a two-touchdown game almost regardless. And now Clay County will call a timeout. Now a field goal would make it where Silicaga would have to do score two full touchdowns. 16 to 7 your score, 431 to go, fourth quarter. Let's take a break. Volunteers lead it here in Clay County. This is the Aggie Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. You need a local insurance agent, someone that lives in your community, someone that can be there at the drop of a hat, like a good neighbor. State Farm Agent Albie Steers can help you identify your insurance needs and help you choose the right policy. And when you need him, State Farm Agent Albie Steers is there for you. State Farm Agent Albie Steers in Sylacauga. Online at albiesteers.net. This is Superintendent Dr. Michelle Eller, and this is the Aggie Sports Network. 
the official broadcast partner of Silicaga Athletics. Back in Clay County, 431 on the clock, 16 to seven, volunteers lead it. Football is right where Clayton Yates boomed one earlier, Brent. I mean, you know, if, if you don't get it here and you did, could have kicked a field goal, it can make it a 19 to seven ball game and force Silicaga to score two touchdowns to beat you. You know, I mean, you kick the, if you don't go forward here, Silicaga scores and somehow can find a way to get back in field goal range, they could maybe win this one at the end, 17-16. But they'll go for it here. Yates with McNeil on his right hip. He'll take the snap. Yates standing in. He will launch one towards the end zone. Receiver there going up. Football falls to the ground in the back of the end zone. Jeremy Odom in coverage. Yes, it was. It was six on six. Odom on McNeil. Aggies take over on downs. Great job there by our defensive backs. Jeremy Odom was up. He was stride for stride, stride for stride with McNeil there and then just was able to outjump him. He was back behind him, so he was facing the football. Everything was legal. He tried to get it in there but knocked it away, kept Clay out of the end zone. So now four minutes, 23 seconds left on this clock. Plenty of time left, plenty of time left, and we have two timeouts to go. So what we need to do here is we need to get down the field, let's score it, and then let's figure out a way to get it back and get us back in field goal range you and let Camden Faircloth come back on for us. You got to score and get a stop. Malik Pope not in this game. Edwards will have to roll out to his right under pressure, throws across his body, football tipped up in the air, and it will bounce just off the fingertips of a Clay County defender. And we'll live to fight another day on this one. 16 yep. on the board for the Volunteers, only seven for the Aggies. 4-12 to go, fourth quarter, second and 10 at our own 31-yard line. And it was just out of Riley Basinger's fingertips, you know, and so once again, like to play call, incomplete pass, clock stops, 4-12 left, and now here we are, three wide outs. Heflin will cover Swain, who split out closest to us. Here's a throw into the backfield. It's tipped. Swain tackled on the spot. Aggies lucky not to get a block in the back. And there's Heflin coming up and making the tackle at the line of scrimmage. Silicaga. Not really in any hurry right now because this third down is more important than the clock. Yes. You're absolutely right, Jeremy. This is where the third down is very big, third and 10. We need to get a first down right here. We just need to take our time and do it. Three minutes, 40 seconds left in the game, 16-7. Clay, ball left hash. Edwards drops back, steps up, and he's sacked. A delayed blitz. Edwards will actually gain a yard, not credited on a sack, but he is brought down. After a gain of one, fourth and nine, four down territory, Edwards never had a chance. Delayed blitz off the right side. The defensive ends got upfield, and there was a massive hole there for number 23 for the Vols, Chandler McClure. Yeah, Chandler McClure, he was the one that we were told about right before the ball game. He's a young man's a senior, and he actually cut his wrist open taking a pull down with his family. And that young man is in there and playing extremely well tonight for the Volunteers. Here's your ball game on a fourth and nine. Snap and the play blown dead. Is that a flag on the sideline? Yes, it is. Didn't know if Clay County called a timeout. I'd see the flag now. False start on the Aggies. 
Be fourth and 14. This is just tough. This is where, you know, you get yourself in a good position and then, you know, as we talked about, we just, we just couldn't get out of our way. And uh, two minutes, 46 seconds left on the clock. I do believe we're still we're going for this. We're we're gonna we're gonna do everything we can to get a first down here. Yeah, you can't give Clay County the football back. You only have Not two really. timeouts. You're down two scores. Fourth and fourteen. Ball at the twenty-eight. Bracing to go back into that pistol formation with Kyron behind him. Can't go five wide because they need the blocker in the backfield. Edwards under pressure, stepping up. Rolls to his right, nobody to throw it to. He's got to get rid of it, throws it, incomplete. Nobody there for Brayson Edwards, rolling out to his right, took a shot. And Silicaga will give it back to Clay County on their own 28. Volunteers take over on downs, first and 10. Yeah, very good job. Still proud of our guys. You know, two minutes, 15 seconds left. You know, I do believe Coach Horn here is just going to He's just going to drive the football in the ground. He's going to run this clock out. He's going to take this victory home 16-7. to But once again, I'm proud of our guys. I'm proud of the fight they had all night long. You know, much better, much better play tonight than we had the first week at Leeds. And, you know, they never gave up. And that's what I liked about this team tonight. It's what I like about our Aggies all the time is they never quit. They never give up. And you can tell it tonight, 16-7, to 2.15 left in this ballgame. Yates was under center, pulls out. Pick up of three or four, Brent. Game clock now under two minutes. Clay County will advance to 3-0. Aggies will fall to 1-2. We'll go ahead and bring Matt Crocker back up to, up to us for that star physical therapy postgame show. I know he probably wasn't eagerly waiting to ask the coach a question after this ball game. Yeah, this is where, you know, these – the coaches know here, and, and Coach Horn especially, being a veteran coach he is, he's going to run that play clock down to around two or one before he tells Yates to snap the ball, and that takes as much clock off as it can. Yates turns around, hands it off. This time it's Heflin, and he will stroll to the end zone for a touchdown. Volunteers put the icing on the cake. That is a Friday night win in Clay County. And the score, 22-7. Yep. They'll come on to kick that extra point. It's just funny to watch Yates because he has to change shoes. So they bring his kicking shoe out. He slides it on, and he will kick the extra point. So it's been a defensive slugfest. Neither team really showed much promise on offense in this one, but Clay County will get the last laugh as Yates on to kick this extra point. Low snap picked up off the turf. Yates with that leg who that kicked a 48-yarder earlier. Booms it through. 23 to 7, minute 22 to go. Brent, let's take a 30-second break. This is the Aggie Sports Network from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Over 25 million adults experience chronic pain every day that lasts up to three months. That's 11% of the U.S. population. Don't be one of those people. Start the healing process today at Star Physical Therapy. Todd Malone and his team will customize a treatment plan for you to get you back to the quality, pain-free life you deserve. 
Visit Star Physical Therapy in the Victorian Village today in Silicaga. Star Physical Therapy, where you're the star and treated like one. This is Silicaga baseball coach Jeff Bell. You're listening to the Aggie Sports Network, the official broadcast partner of Silicaga High School Athletics. Always oh, good to hear the voice of Coach Jeff Bell. Had a good pregame show today with Silicaga head basketball coach Kent Floynton. Got to preview his basketball season a little bit. It might be pretty good this year. Got some size. Heard about this new guy on the team named Grant Hickey. Yeah, pretty good, Brent. You might, uh, might, might need to tune in this year. Macklemore will kick it off. Clayton Yates' day is done. I don't blame him. No reason to get your quarterback in a pickle here. It's 23 to 7. Aggies will fall to one and two at the moment this clock strikes zero. Macklemore, line drive. Kick caught by Cottingham, retreating to his 26 across the 30 and brought down at the 33. Number four, Cottingham on the return. 23 to seven. You think back throughout this game, Brent, chance after chance, opportunity after opportunity. Silicaga just couldn't make the most of them. Yeah, we just couldn't get out of our way, you know, and, and that's one of the things that, you know, there was a lot of penalties. There was a lot of things that happened. There was a lot of things that we can say, you know, we disagreed with and how, you know, the officials called certain things. But it was just still, it, it was us. We just couldn't get out of our way. We made a good play, and then we'd have two bad plays. Then we'd have another good play, and then we'd have two more, three bad plays. And that was maybe you know, one of them right there is a snap. Nobody moved. And Edwards kind of took an unnecessary shot right there. And Edwards isn't happy. Yeah, Edwards, you know, he, he got hit on the last possession that we had on the very that fourth down. And when he did, he was slow getting up. You could tell he was sore. And then, then he just got hit again. So, you know, it's just one of those things where I have to honestly say all of these guys, that, you know, they've all taken a beat in both sides. This was a very hard-fought ball game by both teams. Quick throw out right, caught by Jeremy Odom. And that was an ugly-looking tackle. And we hope Odom is okay. His legs kind of folded up underneath him. He'll flip over and get on his hind end. And that's just a guy Silicaga cannot afford to get hurt this year. Didn't look like a cramping injury. His sideways tackle slipped in the grass, and we hope Odom is okay. Mm -hmm. Let's take a 30-second break, Brent. Volunteers lead 23-7, a minute to go, fourth quarter. This is Glenn Sisk, CEO of Coosa Valley Medical Center. In Sylacauga, we know what it means to work together. I, along with millions of other Americans, have received the COVID-19 vaccine to help protect ourselves, our families, our friends, and our coworkers. Today, I ask that you consider joining the fight with one of the free, safe COVID-19 vaccines. We need your help to get things back to normal because we're all in this together. Vaccines are available in the main lobby at Coosa Valley Medical Center on Wednesday mornings and at most area pharmacies. Playback live, minute to go. Edwards in the shotgun. He'll keep it himself. Here's Brayson Edwards at the 40. Picks up a first down and a little bit more near the 45 as Edwards is Edwards thrown back. B.B. Comer had a little bit of a comeback. Still fell short by five to Lynette at Legion Stadium tonight. They were down 26 to seven. Held Lynette scoreless in the second half. The B.B. Comer falls to Lynette, 26-21. That's a good team 
over there at your alma mater, Brent Ashley. Yes. I'm very proud of Coach Fawcett and what he's done with the program. He's really turned it around. He's getting a lot of talent out of the hallways and back on that football field, and they're turning into a really good ball club. Throw out left side. Jakari Cottingham has this one go through his hands. Incomplete, 23-27. I want to thank everybody for sticking with us tonight on the Aggie Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. I want to thank Coosa Pines. They make all this happen. They actually make the Radio Alabama Sports Network happen with all of our broadcasts. Fayetteville on the Radio Alabama Sports app, B.B. Comer on Mix 106.5. They're also a big part of the Tiger Sports Network, Childersburg Tigers on our sister station, Kicks 100.3. Big hole for Kyron Hughes. He'll pick up right around 10 yards or so with 18.2 on the clock. Also want to thank Toyota of Sulacaga. Back on with us this year. I had him on a couple years ago. Saw value in what we did this year. No better place to buy a new or used vehicle than Toyota of Sulacaga. Coming up after this game, Star Physical Therapy post-game show. We'll look ahead to next week when the Tallahassee Tigers come to Legion Stadium, the home opener for the Aggies in week number four. Edwards will keep this one himself. and He'll be tackled down inside the Clay County 40-yard line. And that will wrap up this ball game. Your final score, Clay County 23, Silicaga 7. We'll take a break. We'll be back with the Star Physical Therapy post-game show. Over 25 million adults experience chronic pain every day that lasts up to three months. That's 11% of the U.S. population. Don't be one of those people. Start the healing process today at Star Physical Therapy. Todd Malone and his team will customize a treatment plan for you to get you back to the quality, pain-free life you deserve. Visit Star Physical Therapy in the Victorian Village today in Silicaga. Star Physical Therapy, where you're the star and treated like one. When you go to sleep at night, you should feel comfortable and relaxed in your home. Sleeping Giant Heating and Cooling knows what it takes to ensure the ultimate home comfort when it comes to your heating and air conditioning. Our certified, friendly technicians treat you and your home just like they would their own. There's a reason why Sleeping Giant Heating and Cooling is voted the best HVAC specialist in the Coosa Valley. Sleeping Giant Heating and Cooling, your local independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer. Online at sleepinggiantair.com. Did you know Garris Pawn is the largest firearm retailer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garris Music has it all for the instrument enthusiast. Guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garris Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the new year. Now that's special. Drop by Garris Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garris Specialties, behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street, Sylacauga. How did you feel when you woke up this morning? This morning, I felt better than I have in months. I was relaxed, confident, and felt like the weight of the world has been lifted off my shoulders. That's because yesterday, I visited Our Healing Hands, where Ashley and Nicole made me feel restored, repaired, and refreshed. Feel good about who you are. Visit Our Healing Hands on Highway 21 in Sylacauga for your special treatment. Online at OurHealingHands2.com. Also, ask about the first responder's discount. 
Savor new flavors with the new Chick-fil-A Lemon Kale Caesar Salad. Served with warm Chick-fil-A grilled nuggets, zesty lemon wedges, shade parmesan, and a lemon Caesar vinaigrette. It's full of refreshing bites to pair with a beautiful day. Available for a limited time. Get yours today at Chick-fil-A Silicaga. Register now for free lunch Friday from Chick-fil-A of Silicaga. You could win free lunch for up to eight in your office from Chick-fil-A of Silicaga. Visit kicks1003.com for more details and to register. This is the Star Physical Therapy post-game show on the Aggie Sports Network. Star Physical Therapy, where you don't have to be a star to be treated like one. With you for a few more minutes tonight, Star Physical Therapy post-game show. Jeremy Long, Matt Crocker, Brent Atchley. As we wrap up tonight's broadcast, final score... Clay County 23, Aggies 7. Aggies fall to 1-2 on the year. Clay County now 3-0, 1-0 in region play. This was week one of region play. Silicaga showed some promise in this game, but just could not put the drives together that they needed to come out on top tonight. Matt Crocker, you were down on the sideline uh, throughout the entirety of this game. You saw just how close this team was tonight um, from getting over the hump. Just just needed a little bit more. Just a little short. Uh, and like we, we kept saying, just couldn't get out of our own way. Uh, what, you'd have a spark, and then we'd have a couple penalties behind it backing us up and just could never recover. Tempers flared. People got frustrated. Uh, it, it almost had the spark, but it just, it just didn't happen. Brent, we look back on this game. What are your what are your takeaways? I mean, there's a lot of things you could say, but at the end of the day, Clay County was on top on the scoreboard. Well, you know, what I could really say is that, you know, our young men played with a lot of heart and they never stopped. They played the whole game. There was a few things that happened that we can always go back and say, well, you know, something else caused us to lose this game, and and really. You have to stop and say, you know, that even in the first half and even in the second half, we did things that hurt ourselves. You know, we had good plays and then we'd turn around and then we'd have two really two big, you know, penalties that would back us up. And then we'd have another good play to get us back going again and then we'd do something to back ourselves up. So for me, it's that fact that that's what we need to build on. We need to understand that once we get momentum and once we start moving forward, that we can't do something that hurts us. We can't right. hurt our own self. So I think going forward, that's what we're going to work on, and, and, and that's what they'll come out and get better at as this year progresses on. Final score again, 23-7, to Clay County on top here at Central High School of Clay County Volunteer Stadium. This is the Star Physical Therapy postgame show. Star Physical Therapy where you don't have to be a star to be treated like one. We're going to take a break after the break. We'll look ahead to next week versus Tallahassee, and we, we'll give you our star physical therapy, star players of the game. All that more coming up on the Star Physical Therapy postgame show.
This is another money moment from Sycamore Federal Credit Union. Did you know the higher your credit report score is, the lower your interest rate is? This saves you money over time. Let us help you get started. Sycamore Federal Credit Union, online at sycamorefcu.com. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. OMIA is proud to have been a part of Sylacauga since 1992 and is delighted to be a contributor to the continued growth of the Marble City. OMIA strives for the very same excellence at their workplace as student-athletes do in the classroom and on the field and court. OMIA says good luck to all Sylacauga Aggie athletes. To learn more about the innovations at OMIA, visit OMIA.com. That's O-M-Y-A dot com. OMIA, supplying superior products throughout the southeastern and southwestern United States. If you need a towing company, why not choose the towing company voted best towing company in the Coosa Valley? That's Merkel's Anytime Towing. Doug and his family have been serving the community for decades, and they're always here for you because when Merkel's Anytime Towing says anytime, they mean anytime. So if you need a tow in the afternoon or roadside assistance in the middle of the night, you can count on Merkel's Anytime Towing to come to your rescue. You're listening to the Aggie Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, the official broadcast partner of Sylacauga High School Athletics. Now, back to the action. Back at the stadium, Jeremy Longburn, actually, Matt Crocker, on the Storm Physical Therapy post-game show. Storm Physical Therapy, where you don't have to be a star to be treated like one, no one better than Todd Malone and his team at Storm Physical Therapy in the Victorian Village in Sylacauga. Final score, Clay County, 23, Sylacauga 7. Comer fell to Lynette, 26-21. Fayetteville Wolves get a win, 28-21 at Horseshoe Bend. And Matt Crocker is telling me that Childersburg beat Realtown tonight. So Childersburg gets into the win column while one and one. So if that, if that score is correct, if it's not, call Matt Crocker. So, but, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, it would just put the pressure on it. But, hey, yeah, yeah. call the new guy. I can guy. handle it. Call I the can, new guy. Hey, I can handle it, guys. <laughs> Maybe they'll call you on that stretch going up the mountain on the way home where you don't have any service. Yeah. Tonight, 23-7, Aggies fall to Clay County. Time to give you your star physical therapy star player of the game. Guys, I have mine intact. Brent, I'll let you start. Well, you know, it was kind of tough for me tonight to to really pick. I think I'm going to go on the offensive side. You know, it. it we've had a couple that, you know, we had some really good plays. We had some, you know, hearts that was, you know, put out onto the field and, and, and everything was given. You know, I give props to Brayson Edwards tonight of how well he done. You know, I, I give props to, you know, Lauderdale and all the other receivers and Swain and the guys at how well they did, you know. But I have to honestly say that I have to give it, to me personally, I have to give it to number five, Kyron Hughes. And the reason I'm going with Kyron tonight, even though he left – even though the play was called that he dropped the ball on the one-yard line, which ultimately turned things around, that young man stepped in when our main running back, Malik Pope, went down. He stepped in and, and really put everything he had into it, and then he jumped on the defensive side of the ball and played extremely well also. So I'm going player of the game for the offensive side, number five, Mr. Kyron Hughes. Well, he also scored the only touchdown for the Aggies on That's the right. night. Kyron Hughes, and you hate it for a senior like that. It's going to go down on the books as a fumble for him at the goal line. But yeah, he played a heck of a game. And when you're not expected to be the number one guy, 
because you're playing behind Malik Pope at the running back slot and Malik gets hurt. You know, it's a lot to put on your shoulders, especially in this offense. Defensive player of the game brought to you by Storm Physical Therapy. Man, I'm going to Jaquan Brownfield. There were about four or five times in this game where Clay County looked like they'd put a drive together and you just have a big stop by Jaquan Brownfield. Hudson Hodges and Bryant Waters were also there as well, but Hudson Hodges got it last, last game. But Jaquan Brownfield, I thought, from that linebacker slot just did a heck of a job for Silicaga. And back-to-back -back games now for Silicaga where I thought the defense was absolutely lights out, played above their head, probably even played a little bit over their potential tonight. They were amped up. They were ready to go. And quite honestly gave up 16 points before that trash garbage time touchdown at the end of the game. So, you know, it was a 16-7 ball game. You can't ask much more of your defense. The Aggie defense left it all out on the field tonight before that last touchdown for Clay County. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Jeremy. That, you know, very deserving. And as you said, you know, tonight in a game like this, you know, you, it's closer than what the scoreboard ended up being. No doubt. You know, and, and you just have to – you want to give it to all of them, but, you know, there's just those few poured that hard out. And I totally agree with you on your, your defensive player of the game. As we look ahead to next week, guys, we look ahead at the end of every game broadcast of the next week. Uh, previewing the next week's games brought to you by Our Healing Hands. Um, it's the massage parlor right across from, I guess, um, State Farm Agent Albia Steers right over in the old Alpha building. Yes, our friends there, a big part of our broadcast this year. All of Matt Crocker's sideline reports brought to you by Our Healing Hands. You look back. Look to next week, rather, and it's the Tallahassee Tigers coming to town with one of the best players in the state of Alabama and Jalen Daniels. Plays defense, plays quarterback, running back, whatever you want to call it in that Notre Dame box style offense with Mike Battles being the head coach. I mean, it's going to be a tough task next week when you talk about that Tallahassee team, Brent. Yeah, well, last year we did the same thing. You come out and, and you face something like that Notre Dame box, and, 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 and when we talk about that, a lot of our listeners will be like, you know, Notre Dame box, what are you talking You know, it's just a formation to where it allows your quarterback, your athletic quarterback, or your, as we call, wildcat position, just to do whatever he needs to do in order to get the plays off and move them. And it's very hard to defend because you still have to pay respect to the running back that's in the backfield with him, also the wide outs that they put out there. And it's just very hard to defend. But we've seen it last year. They've done very – we've done extremely well against it last year. So I'm looking forward to our defense, you know, next week doing the same thing and shutting that offense down and us take a victory next week. And we come out of there being 2-2. Two and two. Would be a big win for the Aggies, Matt Crocker, to get a actual win on the field. So look, I got one and two on the year. I'd like to take my odds against uh, Lincoln last week if we played that ball game for sure. But Silicaga, so they need some good things to happen. Absolutely, we we need some good things to happen, and we've got this next week to clean up some of our, as you alluded to, trashy areas. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of wind sprints, a lot of gashers this next week. Uh, a lot of plays to clean up, a lot of, lot of blocking schemes to clean up. But I'm hoping for a W this next week. That'll wrap it up here on the Star Physical Therapy Post Game Show. Final score again from Volunteer Stadium in Clay County. It was the Central High School Volunteers 23, Aggie 7. From Jeremy Law, Brent Ashley, Matt Crocker, thanks for joining us on the Aggie Sports Network. We'll see you next week.
You've been listening to Silicaga High School Football, brought to you by Toyota of Silicaga, where they're worth the drive and they'll prove it on the Aggie Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Sponsored by Star Physical Therapy, Sleeping Giant, Heating and Cooling, Talladega Outdoors, Allen Brew Market, Chick-fil-A, Coosa Valley Medical Center, Merkel's Anytime Towing, Donahue Physical Therapy, Marble City Pharmacy, Area Real Estate, Kareva, First Baptist Church of Silicaga, Our Healing Hands, Subway, Childersburg Primary Care, Movement Mortgage, Right Tire and Service, Garris Specialties and Pawn, Silicaga Parks and Recreation, Coosa Valley Auto Sales, State Farm Agent Albia Steers, Harvey's on Noble, Call Your Motors, Silicaga Pharmacy, First Bank of Alabama, Cup of Grace Cafe and Coffee Shop, Silicaga Chamber of Commerce, Van Zant Hardware, Swin the Printers, Sycamore Federal Credit Union, Amya, Coosa Valley Recycling, Alabama District 33 State Representative Ben Robbins, Heritage Freight, Central Alabama Community College, Talladega County Revenue Commissioner Cindy Pennington, and Coosa Valley MRI. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Thanks for listening. We are Fox Sports! Fox Sports Central Alabama on 98.3 FM is WFXO, Stewartville, Silicaga, Childersburg, home of the Silicaga Aggies on the Aggie Sports Network.